0: hi everyone it's jack from the pod here um just a quick note to let you know that you know this pod is for entertainment purposes you know and these are these are our opinions um and it's yeah it's just here to have some fun and hopefully you know provide some insight so don't take this too seriously um and please keep that in mind when you're listening thank you very much enjoy the podcast
1: Good evening. Welcome back to From the Backseat Football Podcast. This is episode six and this is Premier League Game Week 3 review. I'm here with a very, very unhappy Jack. How you doing?
0: (laughs) I've been better, mate. I don't really (laughs) want to be here. Some would say I'm a hostage right now and I would agree with that. Yes, But I made a commitment, so I'll be reviewing nine games today. And I'll be letting you take the lead on one of them,
1: <laughs> Jack. Just, just to make clear, Jack is contractually obliged uh, to do this. Um, he, he definitely will be doing something else. But hey, I
0: I take no joy in being here today. Unfortunately,
1: <laughs> it's been a it's been a, a large weekend in the world of the Prem, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, a few things have happened. Mm. Some surprises. Some things that I you know wasn't expecting or emotionally prepared for. <laughs> But, you know, this is why it's the bloody greatest league in the world, mate. Because it hurts your feelings.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. If anything, this weekend has proved that anyone can beat anyone. And that is that was proof in the pudding this weekend. It was a it was a weekend of upsets. No more so than last night. Yeah. 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 I'll be honest. It's
0: I'm, a, I'm a bit disappointed because I, I said there were no easy games apart from Man United last <laughs> week. And I regret that. Well, yeah. I, I think... I think I may have made an error with that.
1: We may have spoken um, too soon. We may have written off United too soon. This is the way. This is the way. I always used to watch other people, kind of, you know, review football and predict. I'm like, how did they get it so wrong? And already on episode six, we've had we've got so much wrong, <laughs> so much wrong.
0: I know, mate. These hot takes are just going down the drain now. Like. I officially would like to retract my statement and say there's no easy games apart from Liverpool. In the hope to spark a little bit of little bit little bit of form this weekend.
1: Uh, and on that note, shall we start? So Man United, Liverpool. Wow, 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 <laughs> wow! Did anyone see that coming? I didn't see that coming. Um,
0: well, I mean, I I definitely didn't. You've got me. You've got me dead to rights. I did not see that coming. They looked
1: up for it, didn't they? From the first from the first whistle, they were all over you. It seems. Um,
0: yeah, you, you can just talk no, for a bit. Okay
1: I'll, okay, I'll take the lead on this one because I know it's still a bit sore for Jack Blessing. Um Yeah, I mean, from the first whistle, the first 15 minutes, they were all over you. The intensity was there, the desire to to win the ball. It was I, was like, I haven't seen this United in years, it felt like. Um, and a very uncharacteristically timid Liverpool. I don't know. You know, with every game, it's it's getting a little bit more worrying. I'd say, you know, alarm bells are officially ringing for Liverpool now. They just didn't look up for it until they went two down. They just didn't look up for the game.
0: I'll be honest, I didn't feel like we were going to score at any point. I mean, we got a goal, but it just it didn't seem mm. like we were going to do a lot. And I would argue it's been like that for the whole season, really. We've never looked like we're on top or in control fully.
1: You it know? just don't look like you, you started the season yet.
0: Just looks so like we're asleep. Mm. Like, maybe you were right. Maybe the hangover of losing the Champions League is actually a bigger factor than than we all thought. Because, yeah, it seems like so many players are simultaneously just not not themselves for some reason. Mm. They don't seem awake. They definitely don't seem motivated, which is a weird thing, because Liverpool have always been the fittest, the most direct team. They
1: look sluggish. You know, has energy
0: levels. Yeah. yeah, they just look... I mean, you got just got out fought by Man United outfought on their knees.
1: Out fault, my friend. It was, it was interesting, really, because Man United reverted to Oli Gunnar Solskjaer tactics, and they won. So they yeah, are a counter-attacking as well. team. And you know, in fairness, Derek Ten Hag, he's 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 looked at the first two games and thought, let's go pragmatic for this one. <laughs> let's go pragmatic. Let's try and get the win. Um, Big omission <laughs> for Harry yeah. Maguire. Absolutely the right decision. And Mate, they look so much more assured. Well overduke was It was. It was damning, actually. really was damning.
0: Honestly, one of the most logical decisions I've ever seen. Get rid of Harry Maguire, put in Varane. Wow.
1: Martinez suddenly looks like a great buy. He was all over you, boy. Um, But, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was disappointing that I thought we were going to bully him. And he he put in a pretty good performance. I would say that, in general, we helped. We made them look better than they are, I would say.
1: Yeah, I mean, they really did drop off after the second goal. And it almost looked like you were going to get an equaliser, but... Oh, you just you just haven't got that fight I don't know quite what it is you just you just don't look that much of a threat you know you were going forward and no. it just looked a bit disjointed as you say you kind of there was no kind of clear vision of what the end goal was going to be when you were going forward it was it was clunky it really was it was it was weird to see um,
0: yeah I mean it's like I was saying last week there seems to be we seem to be having trouble in kind of breaking teams down but then consequently we pushed so high we just won one one or two passes, and it's like they're one-on-one. On one. So we're giving away quite easy direct chances and then not really creating
1: anything. Yeah, the high line I would al- seems a lot leakier.
0: I would almost like to see us just drop back, just just go back to basics for a little mm. bit, you know, bring it back a little bit, take the pressure off, because, yeah, right now we look, like, devoid of ideas and we're conceding the first goal in every game. I mean,
1: look... Like seven in
0: a row Ooh. now. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's
1: a worrying trend starting from last season. I mean Rashford's goal's a perfect example of that high line just not being as effective as it was.
0: Yeah. Well it's it's always been high risk and you have to play it perfectly and yeah, with I mean, I don't even know who who's who I should talk about, really. I think the only player who comes out of credit so far is Louis Diaz. He's the only player who looks still in pretty good form and looks dangerous. Like Moe's pretty quiet. Fabino looks totally past it at this point. Yeah, I don't know. This a move a, a move to Italy maybe should have come in different circumstances. This might have been the right summer to move him on,
1: but yeah.
0: unless we bring in someone else, probably not a wise decision.
1: Yeah, I mean I understand the thinking of bringing Joe Gomez in. You know, kind of yep. counter that pace against Rashford on the on the left hand side. That made sense. Um, but it's the other defender of Liverpool's backline I want to focus on. And what's going on with VVD? Big Verge. <laughs> I don't
0: know, mate. He's in a bit of a he rut, isn't started he? He has the season, yeah. His form this season has not been... I, I. It's been pretty poor, to be honest, which sounds weird to say.
1: I don't feel... It feels a bit dirty, it? He's a bit shit. It feels a bit off, but I mean, I'll be honest, that Sancho goal does not put him in a good light, that first goal. I don't know what he's doing. No. I'll put it this way. Well, if that was Mustafi, or if that wasn't VVD, they'd be slaughtered for that. If that was Maguire, for example. It was a weird goal. Like, it was everyone could see he was going to just pop it in that corner like what was going why didn't he why didn't he close him down
0: i don't know it was a weird girl and in like the discourse of like james milner being sent for a hot dog and then vvd just standing there afterwards vvd
1: is he almost kind of like hunched forward and put his arms behind his back so his shoulders went back a little bit and it's just it was like mate you're begging him to to just go to your right he should have closed him down Mm -hmm. and i think they said it in the sky sports studio you know, VVD never goes to his feet. He hardly ever goes for a slide, but maybe he needs to.
0: That is his style, though. He, he leaves them to make a decision, but in the centre of the box with an open goal, like half a goal mm. open, there's not. good And you've just time, seen Milner,
1: yeah. get, as you say, get sent to the shops. I guess he didn't know Allison also got sent to the shops with the same turn. Um, yeah.
0: But yeah, mate, Virgil not looking good, and maybe it's as simple as when he doesn't play well the whole back line is way more ropey yeah he's, like I mean, a he's the leader blanket. isn't he
1: so if there's any kind of shakiness that we'll just pass over to the to the other players um, and that again let's you know sorry we will get on to Man United but let's have a quick word about Trent you know uh, our uncle from Canada I hope he's listening had uh, some <laughs> choice words for Trent's performance at Old Trafford yesterday um, you know, I wanted
0: he's not one to mince words is he I
1: mean I talking be a bit BK. more diplomatic I see you, I see you uncle
0: um, I mean, I think I said I maybe it's time to bring him into the middle, and he said maybe it's time to put him in the bin. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that leaves him. Maybe
1: maybe maybe on the bench. That's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, he was pretty poor yesterday, but I I feel like with Trent, he's always due a poor game for three pretty solid, decent, creative games. I think the whole team, you know, the whole team didn't, hasn't performed so far this season, so it's hard to no. It's hard to pin Although.
0: Having watched the Lost, having watched all the matches actually quite closely, he is so off it at the moment. He is. Like, it's almost like, you know, like when you play like golf football, you know, and you kind of just boot the ball around, try and get it somewhere. It's almost like he's not really thinking anymore. He's just like, I'm very good at crossing, so boom, there you mm. go, left foot outside the boot. But it's, it's just aimless. He looks, but- he looks like he's, he's not thinking at all i guess
1: which is weird yeah it's one of those common traps i think when you overcompensate for not playing well you try the hollywood passes um and as you say it doesn't just seem it doesn't seem joined up at the moment shall we say with trent um no
0: no there's there's i mean you can make an argument for almost all of the players like i said apart from louis diaz and maybe robertson everyone just looks totally off it and that's a big problem that's come out of nowhere Mm. because now mate we're behind Man United, and we did a whole pod about them and how they're a crisis, so...
1: I know, that timing couldn't have been worse, in fairness.
0: Obviously, it's only three games, so Liverpool's not a crisis. It's not been three years of misery.
1: No. But... Got to get some points on the board soon, though. Really do. Um, but hey, let's... Bad. Let's not focus on the doom and gloom. Well done, Jack. You've got past the Liverpool bit. Well done. Well done. We've only got...
0: Mate, I could, I could, I could go on, mate. <laughs> I could go on, but... <laughs> well,
1: we're going to try and keep us under 90 minutes, so... Let's move on to United. Let's give them.
0: I'd, I'd, I'd like to say one, one last thing, if I oh, may. Of
1: course. Sorry, of course, absolutely. Let's bring back
0: Divok, mate. <laughs> Let's bring him back. We need some vibes in that dressing room.
1: You need room. the intangible you know? Divock.
0: Yeah. Where, where was Divock in all of this? Do you, know how, do you know how good that would have been? Last 10 minutes, just chuck him on.
1: You know, uh, it's <sighs> true. Get Mardo back while you're at it. No, we, made we, lost, we, we made some mistakes. We made some mistakes. Hold your hands up, guys.
0: Now, nah, mate, it's losing Divock, mate. It's the intangibles. The dressing room's fractured, mate. Big Div. Without that playlist, you know, pre-match, <laughs> look at everyone, not focused. <laughs> they need Divock and his vibes back. A, uh, hey, sack. you
1: know, there were some big departures this year at Liverpool. Has that had an effect? We will see as the as the season develops. But no, come on, let's give credit to where it's due. Man United, two one. You know, it feels like a real turning point. And I know it sounds really stupid to say that on the third game of the season, but if they'd lost badly, if they'd lost, it would have been... It would have been a bad result for Man United, I would have want to heaped the pressure on Ten Hag. I feel like coming out of this, suddenly the spotlight's on Liverpool. Um, and that's a great position, because going into that match, it was pretty negative for, for Man United.
0: I would almost say it was just a free hit for Man United, Like, they were expected to lose. The odds of them losing by sort of three or four goals weren't even that good, so... Yeah, he's probably just got himself at least sort of. If he gets like two more losses on the bounce, he's probably back to where he was. But he's bought himself a lot more credit than I think even he expected because it was comprehensive. Like it was actually good. They were actually good. Like they got rid of the bad players who weren't performing. Mm. Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, Ronaldo, Good
1: call, dropping all of them, Fred, off all of them,
0: and like Melassia was quite good. Yeah, I've you know I haven't seen him play, but he was impressive on debut. Martinez Mo Salah was solid. Was basically noiseless. Martinez was good. Bruno was a lot better. Rashford scored a goal for like the first time in a good like finish eight, nine as well. Months.
1: Good finish and Sancho goal assist. You know, love to see that from him. Yeah.
0: And even the Lango, mate, he was he was causing major problems yeah. before the he got taken off. Body, yeah. So very decent. I mean, you are right. This is probably just smart decision. What's the best way to attack Liverpool? Counter attack, pacey players. You know, direct. So it makes sense. It's not really ten hardball, but.
1: No, he had know, to make a choice. Credit by credit is yeah, due. Exactly.
0: He, he, he got it done and they played really well. So. I think
1: there is something to be said and I think the difference here versus the games versus Brighton and Brentford is you, you, you don't lump it forward. So in a way, you may have played into their hands a bit more. You know, you're not the team that plays mm. a direct big man and it's all across the floor. So maybe that had a part to play as well. Yeah, and as you say, you know, this isn't 10 hard balls, we know it. Although it's a great result. So it'd be interesting to see how they do against Southampton if they go back to the norm, which is a really poor result. Um,
0: That's exactly that, it. They've, yeah. got, they've got the opportunity to build on it, don't they? If they get another win, then he's fine. He's going to be fine. He's going to make it past mm. October, for
1: sure. Mm. But you can feel the positivity for Man United. and um,
0: Yeah... It's just going to take a bit of time because they're always one loss away from all of those feelings coming mm. straight back. You know, all of the angst and everything.
1: And yeah, I uh, I really liked the, the partnership of Varane and Martinez. There was a sense of calm in their defence, and you know, I really do think they should close the door on Harry Maguire f- for, for 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 at least a foreseeable.
0: Mate, I've said it for a while, mate. He needs a rest. So this is probably the best thing that could happen to him. He may not like it, but mm. yeah, he the current the current version of him is not it's not the player to lead the club or build the team around. No. No, no. and then, Bit of time away, you know. It'll do him good. I think
1: so. And maybe reflect on being not such a massive knob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What, what a guy, though. Yeah. What a chant as well.
1: Yeah. We won't sing on the pod. So... Obviously not. We've given Man United their dues. Unfortunately, there was one more question I wanted to ask about Liverpool. Um, oh, nothing yeah. bad. Don't worry. Nothing bad. Do you think now... Because what we haven't, we, what we didn't address is also the injury crisis has exacerbated your beginning of the season. Let's be fair, um, you know, if you had a full squad, I think we'd be talking about different. But regardless of that, I think would you say that Liverpool do need to go into the transfer market before the deadline?
0: I think watching Milner, Milner seems to have aged a lot this summer. Like I think it's finally happened, and yeah, to play Milner and Elliot. Big fans are both of them, but they're both at the wrong end of their careers. Mm-hmm. To be playing together, do you know what I mean? Like, you kind of want someone in the sort of mid-20s range to guide Elliot through games. Milner just doesn't have the legs anymore, doesn't it like. So, if we're going to have to keep playing them, we're going to drop a lot more points um, in the coming weeks before Thiago's back. We seem to be a Thiago-only team. Naby Keita, he's got an injury again, can't be relied upon. The Ox is not the same. So, we've got a lot of bodies... Mm-hmm not a lot of options somehow so i would personally like to see a bit of a bit of action and to bring in a creative a It midfielder doesn't even have to have the best stats but i know who i'd like to see but we're going to save that for for the pod um on thursday because we're doing um plug pluggy orange <laughs> orange stuff so we're doing a uh, logical transfers nice
1: Nice, nice. A slight variation on maybe a similar type of style. That no, may have no,
0: no, no. Totally original thoughts. Totally original <laughs> names. Logical transfers. Um, and we're gonna. So we've picked sort of three teams of positions that we think um, clubs should be looking at before the end of the transfer window. Um, we'll go through a couple of ideas that we have. I'm pretty sure actually one of them has already. I was already
1: signed wow. since I did it. Must be very valuable so, then.
0: It's possibly, I don't, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but based on that form, Liverpool are going to
1: sign someone good. Wow. I'm waiting with bated breath. I'm excited for Thursday's part and I know everyone else is listening.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I'll have to leave it there. But yeah, you have to tune in and see how I solve this absolute crisis.
1: <laughs> right. Jack, we're going to cast off the Man United Liverpool game now. Should we, we take a break? Take a break? Yeah, but absolutely. If you want to take a break, I can't, can't promise I'm going to come back. Just give me yeah, five sure. minutes, compose yourself, and uh, we'll, we'll go again. <laughs> All right.
0: Thank you. <laughs> and we are back. I'm refreshed, you know... <laughs> I'm feeling good. You know, that's over. That's the past now. We don't worry about the past, mate. It's all about the next game. And the next game that we're talking about is Leeds-Chelsea. Ooh-wee. What a Ooh-wee. game
1: that was. ooh This feels more so like a landmark moment for Jesse Marsh and his Leeds team. Because this is his Leeds team now. I agree. I think this
0: was the defining moment so far. I think there's been a lot of probably unjustified scepticism. A um, bit, bit of xenophobia thrown in as well for good measure. Um, but mate, no doubts anymore. He, no. he this this was actually unreal. They
1: like, looked scary. They looked like a scary team to play. I'm not looking forward to Leeds away after watching watching that match. <laughs> no, they they'd absolutely destroy Liverpool on current form, mate. It'll yeah. be embarrassing. Um, it, yeah, they were fantastic. They really were. They were just. It was it was it was similar to Bielsa, wasn't it?
0: that's what I thought like you can see all the hallmarks of the Leeds side that we're used to but there seemed to be more structure to it I think Bielsa is a purist right and that's why everyone likes him it does mean that if you just drag a few players out of position you can basically just pump them goal after goal same method same holes you know you've got midfielders being dragged to like right wing (laughs) centre backs like left left midfield it's quite Mm. easy to, to pull holes if you're clever but yeah from what I understood you know it was a bit more zonal. It wasn't just pure man for man, um, but all of the aggression of Bielsa. So more structure. And yeah, I yeah,
1: absolutely agree with that. It feels very much like evolution, not revolution, of Jesse Marsh. And um, I commend Leeds Board for making that decision based on that result because it was a yeah, brave it call. It was a brave they, call, wasn't it? They
0: knew their man. Like, they knew they wanted Jesse Marsh. They knew they were going to get some stick. I mean, it was inevitable. But, yeah, mate. Like... He's had the summer to bring in a few new players. We'll talk about a few of them because some of them were Oof. really impressive. Oh, yeah. And, man, they're looking good. They're looking like a logical team. The squad looks more healthy.
1: I think they're absolutely fine. Yeah. yeah. I was a bit worried about right. them. No, no. And it's nice because it, I do feel the snarky whole aspect of Jesse Marsh being American. I feel like that people leaving it. Even at, well, sorry, I can't talk. in Leeds anyway, they're leaving that out the door. It really did feel like they were backing their man. I think they oh, were singing yeah. his name at the end, and he was. Did you see him at the end? He was chest bumping the hallway around Ellen Park, true Mate. American fashion. But I did love to see it. I his energy is it.
0: It. It's growing on me. I'll be honest, it's quite infectious. Um, but yeah, they. I would say they were borderline unplayable when they play like that. Like, seemed like there was nothing that they couldn't do in that moment, and they were just suffocating Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea like, were
1: drowning. Chelsea had no answers for that. They just blew them out of the park from from 0 to 90. They just outworked them. Simple yeah. as that. A bit like Brentford against Man U, they just outworked them, outhustled them and out outmaned them. Out-manned they just wanted it more, mate. Just wanted just it more. They did. they did. They did and you know, let's move on to Chelsea. We'll come back to Leeds uh players in a second, but Chelsea looked a bit devoid of anything, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I mean, we have had a few worries about Chelsea in terms of their sort of creativity and mm-hmm. just the ability to take chances. You know, they're still probably lacking a goal scorer um, to just get cheap, sweaty goals, you know, and just kind of take the pressure off. Reese James still, still seems to be their best attacker, Reese James and Mason Mount. Yes. Um, and that's not ideal when he's playing as a centre-back.
1: No, no. Um, yeah, I just don't think Havertz is the man for the whole season. I just, nah. don't think he, I just don't think he's, he's going to get you enough goals. Um, he's a great player, and you've got to try and fit him in the team, maybe as a, a shadow striker or something like that, but he's not the main man for the front line. And yeah. Maybe kind of you know, a, a part of the problem anyway. And it's funny as well, we were really praising R- Ruben Loftus-Cheek in that kind of right wing, right, right midfield position, but just didn't work today. No, it, <laughs> it, did, it didn't did work at all. It didn't work well. today. <laughs> Tommy Tuchel did not get the tactics right at all. Um, nah.
0: No, I mean, yeah. Gallagher, Gallagher for a debut, no chance. Like, he just, it, he wasn't playing his normal game, and
1: he does. He looks a bit off it, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I don't think he's playing the way that suits him currently. And
1: no, it, it's really kind of showing. So yeah.
0: maybe, maybe now's a good time to just, I don't know, send him on loan again. Because um, I feel like they're going to bring way more bodies in. Um, yeah yeah I don't so maybe yeah like maybe it's time to cut their losses that I mean they could easily get forty fifty mil for him in the current market if they wanted to, A loan's probably the best idea, but mm. interesting
1: speaking yeah, of predicament
0: um I was actually looking at the records of the most money spent on incoming transfers ever, and it was Real Madrid in I think twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen they spent two hundred and eighty mil. Chelsea Dang. are already on about 180 mil, and if they get Fofana and Aubameyang, they're going to be over that figure, I believe, with potentially more to come. So they're, they're gearing up for potentially the biggest transfer window <laughs> in history. Todd is not fucking around, man. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Uh, Jesus. That's that's wild. I didn't I didn't realise they clocked up such big numbers already. Yeah. But yeah, just thinking about it, Cucurella and Sterling alone is a hell of a lot. And um, mate They've been picking up some random ones as well. Yeah. Kind of they, like they've um, picked
0: up two they picked up what one random guy from Inter Milan for like fifteen and Chocolameca. So mate, it's adding up now and mm. I mean we didn't even talk about Frankie Dion. They
1: still fancy a bit of him and I'm sure they got others <laughs> oh, right. they're looking at. Bamiyang's 23 mil soon. It's a lot of money.
0: They're potentially going to push the 400 mil mark, which is insane.
1: Mate, they are literally collecting players like Panini stickers. That is crazy business. Yeah, so Um,
0: there's got to be some people going out at some point if they keep on.
1: uh, Yeah, I also saw that they're interested in extending Tuchel's contract, so they must be backing him. Well, they're evidently backing him. Um, He's a really
0: good manager. He's just, he's not the most attacking manager you know, you compare him to Jesse Marsh, and it's like one is full throttle, and the other is like Tuchel's arguably an international manager. You know,
1: yeah, he, he's yeah, agreed that he's
0: the kind of guy who'd win a lot of trophies. You know, if it was only cup competitions, one-off games, you don't have as long to work with the players. He'd be perfect for yeah, maybe Germany or whoever.
1: So do we reckon this is a one-off for Chelsea, or do you think this is a a sign of maybe a larger problem at play here?
0: I think it's probably a one-off, although it would be interesting to see how they cope with that who got absolutely run ragged.
1: Oh, I like. called it when I said that he would take taking some time, and he fooled us with that kind of snapping volley <laughs> last week. But he really yeah, felt mate. it this game. Honestly, he felt the full brunt of what the Premier League can do to you. Yeah, uh, mate. I mean, he looked overwhelmed.
0: We, we did say, you know, we did say he's probably peaked last season. Score of volley on your debut. <laughs> that's it but we didn't think he'd he'd now hit rock bottom immediately after
1: yeah it's a real 180 there from Koulibaly yeah can't have any complaints mean, really can he yeah I, I, I was kind of even before he got sent off I thought him and Thiago Silva should start starting centre-backs I thought Ooh, it's, a, it's not the most mobile I don't care how much experience they have between them and you know we know their quality you know if people are running in behind them for 90 minutes is there a problem there and it really did seem like it.
0: You are right. Sometimes it literally does just come down to physical attributes, doesn't it? Like, they're not that fast. Sometimes <laughs> no. it's that simple. No, exactly. Um, especially if they get a bit riled up or, you know, a bit harried and a bit stressed out. But yeah, I yeah. didn't realise. I think they must have said it match today. I must have learned this on match today. But yeah, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's had six red cards since 2017. He could have barley. Yeah.
1: The Ooh. most in
0: any of the top five European leagues. He's had more red cards. The Granite Xhaka in the same well, period of time.
1: There you go. There you go. The scapegoat himself, Granite. So
0: that that should be a wager.
1: Yeah. Right. I mean it was a sloppy red card anyway. It was a it was a cheap red card to give away, wasn't it?
0: What do you think? Odds on Granite getting a red card just to sort of get Parity, get his title probably, back? Probably, probably got a
1: bit jealous, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big granite. Oh man.
1: There is something we have to address, which is Eduard Mendy. That yeah. first, that, that first, that first goal. I've seen we've seen quite a few kind of <laughs> recently of players, of keepers trying to play out the back, but I'm going to put that up there as maybe one of the worst ones I've ever seen. That was, <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. He could have kicked. It. He had he had maybe three seconds, four seconds to think about what he was going to do. with That I think and
0: that's fair because usually, right. Nothing. They'll try and do, like, a Cruyff turn or they'll try and do something. Yeah, exactly. Up. they tried try he something. Just, <laughs> he, just, he just lost his head. And he was like, I'm going to dummy you. You think I'm going to Cruyff turn, but I'm actually just going to do nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was like, he went for a dummy, but then he didn't. And the whole time, Arrington's just bowling into oh, it's just, it. I almost couldn't watch it twice. It was one of them. Yeah, he,
0: he hasn't been that good this season either. Um, no. You know, speaking of players who have, you know, previously been maybe the best in class... He's had a pretty bad start to the season for his high standards because he was, you know, he was like, what, UEFA goalie of the year? Oh, we were talking long ago. like
1: one of the best. Yeah. One of
0: the best. But he's been looking ropey in all of the matches so far. Um, and I wonder if it's a lack of competition because, like, ain't, ain't nobody taking that number one jersey off him. Like, Kepper mm. had his chance. Kepper is done. No, so, exactly.
1: There's no viable alternatives. You've got they, they weren't considering replacing Mendy going into the transfer window, so I really doubt they would go ahead and do it now based on that. But he just doesn't. He just doesn't look as as calm, and or maybe it was just one of those seasons last year where everything kind of went right, and now you think maybe he's reversing
0: a bit more to the mean. I
1: don't know. It's a bit harsh that we know he's a good keeper. He's a great shot stopper. He's never been that comfortable with his feet. It's just. Yeah, you, know, you, you as a goalkeeper, I wouldn't expect a goalkeeper to do that even if they weren't comfortable with their feet. You just expect them to hoof it out. Yeah, agree. I mean that
0: that that yeah, that's why sometimes it works better, to be honest. Yeah. Sometimes just playing out for the back for the sake of it is pointless.
1: Yeah, you know, what I mean there's so much pressure on these keepers to keep the ball. Um that you know, we we're seeing these kind of goals more and more. But it was still hilarious to watch. You know, it to it all happened to Liverpool once this season, it'll happen to Arsenal once this season, but you know, until then that was very funny to watch, so um, yeah,
0: that that was some good co- comedy. Like I enjoyed that a lot. Does um, raise an interesting, interesting question though. Is is there a way to get Chelsea? You just need to press them aggressively. Um, I mean, I guess not many teams can do it quite how Leeds do it. But mm. like they looked so panicked. Um, Leeds really got into them. Like even Reese James was having a bad day um, from his high standards. I'm using him as a gold standard of Chelsea because he's yeah. like a Chelsea player.
1: It was a weird one, but I think two calls enough a tactician to, to really kind of turn that around. I think he will understand the system didn't work. It was weird. Leeds just got so wide, didn't they? And just killing yeah. on on the overlaps and then, yeah, just punished them time and time again. Their goals were so clinical as well. It was just, it almost looked a bit unfair. I love those kind of games where it's just, yeah, it was just absolute Armageddon from Leeds. And I, I, I was watching, was it Tyler Adams and Brendan Aronson? They were fantastic, weren't they? they I was literally about watch. to
0: ask you. I was going to yeah. say, how do you feel about them? Because an American coach bringing in two American players—boozy.
1: Ballsy. There's, there's Ballsy. not a
0: single person in the UK who looked at that and went, "Yeah, no. that's that makes sense to me." Yeah,
1: it was, oh, what, I what to do to we see know, this, mate? This soccer ball small-minded, was all about. small-minded no, exactly. Islanders, mate. You know, how 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 can these young men from America <laughs> ever come <laughs> to the Prem and Down do and it? Know
0: the offside rule, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, they were fantastic. They were the they were pressing non-stop, like obviously they've played in the Jesse Marsh system before along with that Rasmus Christensen is right back I believe mm. um, so they know what he wants and I really think they set the tone I think it's actually a smart decision because he is a system manager and they've brought players that know his system and you know they did, they did do well um, at Salzburg and, and Leipzig so yeah I totally yeah. agree
0: I think identifying the kind of profile players that you need and then people that you know are good people that work well with you it's actually a very good business it's almost like Leeds had a plan all along you
1: know I know, dare I say it. Smartly run club. I've always been a fan of their director of football, Victor Orta, as well. So, Yeah, um, he he's a very passionate man, shall we say. Yeah, you love to see it. You love to see it. So yeah, great weekend for Leeds. Not so great weekend for Chelsea. I think a big, big end to the transfer market for Chelsea. And Mate,
0: it's going to be insane it's potentially going to be something we've never seen before totally unprecedented and I'm sure there's going to be at least two more names that we don't even know about yet being linked yeah maybe Maybe it's not too late to get a new goalie mate you know who
1: knows Courtois back to Chelsea oh
0: my god (laughs) mate the new name Anthony Gordon 60 mil
1: oh my goodness yeah Anthony Gordon I've read today that he's asked to go to Chelsea as well I mean 60 mil for Anthony Gordon guys that is crazy stuff
0: that That is not worth it.
1: No. If please. Sterling
0: is 50 mil, Anthony Gordon is 10 mil in comparison. There's He's no not a way. 60 mil
1: player. I don't even think he'd turn into a 60 mil player. No. That is... Pff, I mean, let's not waste too much time on that because I honestly don't know what to say. But yeah, Anthony Gordon's Chelsea for 60 mil. Everton, Everton fans should be praying. All of you should be praying by your bedsides tonight. And hope that your club sell him for sixty mil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The only problem is, would you trust Everton with sixty mil this to is bring the in any only Concern, <laughs>
1: isn't it? Any team, <laughs> any team, Everton team might be like, yeah, reinvest that. But with Everton, they might get three half Anthony Gordons, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could see Maitland Niles coming in for about fifty mil if he's not if he's yeah. still knocking around. People like that, you know, yeah. not quite oh, at it.
1: But I mean, what's his record? Like four prem goals and sixty appearances. It's not good enough for sixty mil. I'm sorry, you're making a joke of the market, Chelsea. You're doing it again. You're doing it again.
0: No, I mean, they should have just got Dwight McNeil. He was free, wasn't he? It was like fifteen mil. Can't remember. I Same mean, player. It was
1: Twenty mil, didn't it? Yeah, zero goals. Yeah. One, one assist. 20 can't mil to do. Everton. Funnily enough, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they just can't, don't they, learn They don't. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness yeah. me! All right, all right. Let's all right. move on. Yeah. Let's we, move we haven't on. even got
0: on to Everton. They don't deserve this yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll I here. feel
1: really mean now. No offence, Everton. It's just you guys are in there I'm mad. But um, yeah. <laughs> let's let's move on. Newcastle versus City. Oh we now I watched this game um all the way through and it was it was amazing this game. I loved this game. And also I think I said in the first ever episode of this podcast I think I disrespected Newcastle's name. I think
0: yeah I, that that was very hasty.
1: You said top 7 and I was like Pff, I scoffed is the right word the actual I scoffed at that who's Gosh.
0: scoffing now mate Who who's scoffing, scoffing, scoffing now?
1: now honestly Geordie's up there you can, you can have a right laugh because I watched that live and I thought wow <laughs> wow they're they honestly they're good amazing. they are a
0: really good team I would say they're an Almoron upgrade away from having a oh. top six they would have won team.
1: if they had an almoron upgrade they would have won they did score Give him a
0: week off, mate.
1: He did score. He could have scored two, but yeah, this, you know, that's just that's just being picky. Um, I was wondering
0: whether we were going to see him like clash with Grealish at some point, you know, a little bit of handbags.
1: Oh, uh, what, well, after what he said last yeah, season?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately not. I would have loved to see that. Though. Or like the celebration, you know, like peak Adebayor, like slides to oh, the bench, yeah. fingers in his ears yeah. right in front of Grealish. <laughs> I, I think would Pe- have loved to see that.
1: <laughs> Pep had the, the good grace not to bring Grealish on. He didn't want that smoke. He didn't want uh, that smoke from Almirón today, but Almirón brought the heat. He brought that that Paraguayan heat, didn't he? I mean, the yeah, goal was. You know what? Let's do it properly. Let's start. So City opened, didn't they? And it was a classic City move. It, it just looked offside. It looked offside. Um, yeah, Gundogan, Gundogan
0: just, mate. Gundogan is so good. At he's finishing. a
1: killer from midfield, isn't he?
0: He he's like you know, like Lampard used to always just arrive and score goals. And you're like, yeah, he's, he's done it again.
1: He's like yeah. that. He's the closest he version of
0: that in the modern game, I think.
1: Certainly he's, in the press. He's I think he, again he's underrated actually. He's, he's definitely underrated. Career, he's been at the top level for a long time and he he consistently puts out doesn't he
0: Yeah, he puts out some of the best numbers of sort of goal scoring midfielders in the press. Yeah, yeah. And we never talk about him as a top midfielder.
1: No. No, no. Like
0: he's probably a better player than people like Declan Rice, but no one's ever said that before.
1: I agree if you look at his numbers alone maybe they're not the same sort of player but he's just he's just an all-round midfielder box to box Um, he can finish he passes he's a leader and he he suits City's game perfectly so you know classic City goal and when that went in in the first 10 minutes I thought here we go Mm yeah seen this before you know copy and paste and all that and then Newcastle said no they said no
0: it was, it was unbelievable. Max had an absolute blind eye. He, had, he oh. had what is going to be his best game of the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I was thinking this as well. I like, was like, he's already peaked the season. Yeah. Um, he but does strike f- me as the player that can probably get it, you know, really get on for a big game like City. Like, soaks up the atmosphere and charges himself that way.
0: Yeah, I He's yeah, a very totally streaky, agree.
1: streaky player, isn't he?
0: He is. I mean, he's not dissimilar to sort of Will Saha, where you could see him at a bigger club. But maybe it suits him to be, you know, like one of the main men. Less pressure to get the numbers. Mm. I think I Zaha's, Zaha's, like, Zaha's
1: a better, better player. Yeah, definitely.
0: yeah but they've got, they've got quite a few years difference, you know. Maybe like four or five years. So. True, true. Similar trajectory, maybe.
1: True. Um, but yeah, he, he, he sent Kyle multiple times to the shops. <laughs> Kyle finished finished the game with uh, four pints of milk and a Yorkie. He did
0: indeed, mate. <laughs> and this just shows the inverted central wing-backs playing in the middle doesn't always work at no. all. I no. would say that was a tactical blunder because you know you're playing against the Max man. You know he absolutely loves to just run at people down the wing. So mm. why would you tuck your why would you tuck your fullbacks in still?
1: You know mm. he misread it, Pep. I think they were very lucky to come away with a draw. To be honest,
0: um, it's only, yeah, it's only because they have so many good players, right? let
1: Let's Haaland not get was the difference, in my opinion. Haaland, yeah. Haaland probably could have won in the game had he scored all the chances. And this is what happens with Haaland. Whether he plays well or not, he will get a gun. He will get a gun. Yeah, uh,
0: in, in my notes here, my last point just says Haaland is Thanos. He is inevitable. <laughs> because he is, it just feels like he is inevitable. Yeah.
1: yeah it's like, more of a surprise when he misses.
0: Yeah. He's, just, yeah. he's just freaky, man. Like when he was throwing goal for that chance, I was like, oh my God. He's literally, he's run through, he's run past people, he's now pushed them off, but then he didn't score. So. Yeah,
1: those, those direct runs are scary. I don't yeah. think anyone else in the Prem, any set of forward can do, do it like he does. He just no. leaves a man for dead.
0: Because it's just straight through the middle. It's not even yeah. like, KDB you know, like the round right, the back. It's just like, I'm going. Yeah.
1: I'm going. No, and the scary thing is, is, like you can see the wavelength is there. KDB's yeah. now looking for those runs a lot more.
0: Yeah. If, if Foden can get on the same wavelength, then he's on, he's on yeah. for a goal every game.
1: Foden, you know, in hindsight, when they were 1 0 up, he could have squared it for two. And he should exactly. have squared it for two. And it's he did two didn't. times now. Two times. And it's costing points this time. And you know, like Newcastle, I can't believe I can't believe how they turned around that first half to go two one up. Bruno Gimmersh, okay, this is I probably I feel really stupid saying it now, but this is the first time I've really watched him you know extensively.
0: Yeah, but he's a hundred percent the oh best my midfielder goodness. outside the top six.
1: Oh my god. Right now, he's a monster.
0: He would be our best midfielder. 100%.
1: I thought he was, you know, quite slim, a bit like Andre Gomez at Everton. You know, good, but mate, he's an absolute unit. Like yeah. I, I'd be scared of him. Like he and he, technically, he's brilliant as well. But he just looks up for it. And you know, I got a penchant for foreign players who just <laughs> come to the Prem and just embrace the the blood and glory. And he's definitely one of them.
0: Yeah, it inspired signing, really. Like they they've done well to get him.
1: Fan's favourite for sure sure i can yeah. see why
0: he could play in any team i think in england bar maybe city
1: but... he reminds me a bit of jacker but definitely an upgrade on jacker no similar similar oh, I, kind thought,
0: of... I thought you were giving him compliments but <laughs> come, on, come on man like what what do you mean he's like jacker like what because he's because no, he's foreign a... and he's gets stuck in
1: that's a compliment to bruno mate i can't believe you'd say otherwise
0: <laughs> but... <laughs> i think that's the worst thing anyone said to him in a
1: long time. Oh, I've got to mention Jacker at least once in every pod. It's just how it goes. But no, back to Bruno. He's just... He was fantastic. He really marshaled that midfield. And I think a big reason as to why they were able to kind of play through the press. I just cut City open time and time again. Yeah. Time they can be got again. at City. If
0: you can get through the press and keep a cool head, you, mm-hmm. you can get at them. It's not mm-hmm. easy because at any point they could just score and just make it look like a fool. But it can be done. Yeah. Um, a note on Joe Ellington I think he's becoming one of my favourite players in the Prem. not not for any particular reason it's just it's just like his transformation his like story art the evolution fan. you know, know 40 mil absolute joke couldn't score any goals <laughs> what, what should we do we'll just drop him now, nah, mate we'll just play him as like a number 8 There's a box eight. of Oxford fielder yeah. like, and he's it, brilliant Eddie Howe is a fucking tactical genius. <laughs> no one's ever looked at a miss for foreign... Like, imagine if you were like, oh, Giroud doesn't score many goals, box or box midfielder. Like, There's no way. And he's yeah. so good. I really like the way he just kind of slaloms through and then obviously goes around three people, you're like, oh my God. And then he misses the goal and you're like, yeah, and there it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. And he's a big lad as well, so he doesn't look out of place in the midfield. But him and, seen... him and
0: Bruno, mate, that's that's a naughty midfield. It's a little link up there. There's... Nowhere. There's a lot of complementary skills there, you know. Silk, mm. silken, and steel, mate.
1: Silken steel from the big man. Yeah, we are oh. seeing the what feels like the final form of Jolinton. No mate, he's, uh, he's he's got more. He's, he's got, got, got more levels. More Do you reckon he'll be turned up like left back or something?
0: Marauding centre back. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like like uh, will occasionally go for a little wonder. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Did. Mate, he's so big, he could probably fit play any position and justify it just on like physical attributes alone.
0: Yeah, I can see him just fully moving all the way from front to back.
1: So yeah, Newcastle's a game I'm not looking forward to as well, actually, this season. There's so many games that look hard now.
0: Officially, I'm saying there's no easy games anymore. Yeah, I'm I so wrong.
1: I think this could be the most competitive season in the Premier League ever. That Massive shout. Huge like, shout. Um
0: there's only, <laughs> there's only one team that comes to mind and Liverpool play them next. So I I didn't say anything. I'm not saying anything anymore. <laughs> you know. There's only hard games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just not jinx it. Uh, no. but let's one thing about City coming back before we move on. Um they went three one down. Also, let's actually you know, let's talk about Kieran Trippier's free kick. Wowie. Jeez.
0: Scored three, three out of four free kicks, mate. That he's Absolutely
1: it. You almost felt it was a bit it was inevitable that he was going to slap that in, top yeah. ends. It just it seemed like a trippier moment, didn't it? For, for a trippy yeah. free kick.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it. Like, when he joined Newcastle, we were all like, oh, he's just gone there for the money. But
1: I think no, he actually loves it. And He loves it.
0: He's maybe their most important signing, bar maybe Gimoresh, because he kind of added credibility to the project straight away, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah, better yeah. than any players they signed in that window by far.
1: Off the back of winning a Liga with Atletico, like, it's a big signing
0: exactly and yeah mate it's just good to see him doing well I forget what a good player he is sometimes
1: yeah he's solid he's solid and a dead ball monster and yeah I, you know with the Saudi projects you know, they do get a lot of slander but I understand like I think how passionate their fan base is it know, a choice like, it's a whole package of a football club and if you can revive that then you've got a hell of an asset in your hands but I had a point about City and I'm not going to forget that 3-1 down. You've just watched Trippier slap it in. Well, I think it was there was like 25 minutes remaining. 20 mm-hmm. minutes remaining. It was true champions mentality to come back to 3-3. Free free.
0: Oh, mate. After, after I saw the second goal, or the third goal going, I was like, they've done it again. It's done. It's so It's inevitable, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just, there was an air, you know, in the end, it was almost like Newcastle hang on to, to get the win. And, you know, I think that's why, in my head, City are still favourites
0: Oh, 100%. Like, the assist for the third goal from De Bruyne to Bernardo Silva, I don't even understand how, how... How can anyone, like, pick that out? Like, you can't even see it. It's not even happening,
1: you know? No. No, no, like, he's, like, he's, like, light years ahead in terms of his vision. He's anticipating, like, the next five seconds and how it's going to play out and playing the right ball. It's,
0: it, it's, it's, it's honestly astonishing. Like, yeah, it's, he is a cheat code when he's playing like this.
1: His intelligence is unrivaled. Um, and yeah, but it's just almost like you get so used to it. It's, it's We're spoiled. We are spoiled by KDB. That's
0: what I mean. Like, where does he rank in greatest midfielders in the print? Is he uh, the best?
1: I think he could be the best. I think, he could like, be, I think he could be the best.
0: I'm legally obligated to say Gerald's the best. And I refuse, you know, I refuse to accept that. But,
1: who we? De Bruyne might be, <laughs> might be up he... there. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, that's for sure. And I think, you know, after he leaves, maybe we won't see the same level of domination and I think that will cement his legacy as one of the best.
0: He's been the best player of the Prem for for years now. And yeah, he does things that... He almost combines a lot of the best attributes of all the greatest midfielders in some ways, you know?
1: Yeah, passing, vision, shooting, two-footed. Just, yeah, yeah,
0: just like, yeah. It's like the goal scoring of Lampard, the passing of Skulls, the physicality of Gerrard. And then just mix it all together in some super self-confident guy who just, just, oh.
1: And he's a big angry ginger as well. Which just yeah, Which adds, adds to the mystique of it all. Um, and his so, name's yeah. Kevin, so. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a shame, isn't it? Um, he no. was good. What did you, uh, what did you think about the red cards on, uh, on Kevin? Do you think it was a red or not a red? You know when Trippier's like tracking back and just sort of karate kick chops
1: him I mean, it was a naughty challenge I, i've seen reds given like that in the past and
0: i've definitely seen jacker get sent off for doing yeah, that exact challenge
1: yeah you know like i was quite surprised that they rescinded it still um, it was cynical i think it was more how cynical it was from kiri and he was off the ground
0: it um, it was so cynical that i think we need a rule change that's like that was so cynical that's how bad it was
1: Yeah, like, honestly, like, I was more shocked that they rescinded that. It was my gut feeling, and I guess they didn't want to ruin the game at that point. It was, what, 3-3, wasn't it? It was anyone's game, and, you know, they're trying to be more lenient this year. And, you know, as soon as they call the ref over to the monitor, you know, whatever decision the ref has made, they're going to overturn it. Like, I haven't seen a referee stick by his decision yet, I don't think. No,
0: agreed. Do you know what? There's been a lot of, kind of, debate being brought back about sin bins, and... I can definitely see a case for it. For challenges like that, where, you know, you get a yellow for like, being slightly late. You know, it's not cynical, it's just slightly clumsy. No, if or,
1: you're intentionally just breaking up play, and the thing is like, Kevin was on the break, he's coming behind him, he's slapped yeah. him right, and then like, it was a, it was a really cynical challenge.
0: It is it, beyond a yellow, could have been a red, so maybe, you know, yellow and a 10 minute simbin, or 15 minute sim bin is honestly the way to go, because, you see that all the time, and it's so annoying, like, the blatant cynical challenges, and it would make players think about it more. You know that there's an actual consequence. Yeah, it's
1: like it's like diving, right? Yeah, you know they penalise diving. They barely, you know, people barely dive anymore.
0: Exactly. Fernandez,
1: Fernandez dived against Liverpool. And it was a bit like, "Whoa, like, <laughs> oh, he tried to dive." Whoa. You know, so it is possible to stamp it out, and I think that's the next thing. You know. But you know, to be fair, Pep created the tactical Vowel, brought it back to the mainstream. So Isn't you it? reap what you sow, my friend. You reap what is you a bitch. Sow. See ya, Pep. <laughs> um, All right, shall yeah, we? Let's let's take a break. Another break already? Jeez. Yeah. This we're is going to be the episode more. known for breaks.
0: I'm There's trying got to make time for breaks, mate.
1: I'm trying to make people think it's a shorter episode by breaking up a bit more. You've seen through <laughs> me.
0: Part is like welcome to part eight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry. Okay, let's break.
1: Back we are. Part three, and Jack's just alerted me that we've only done three games out of ten so we are going to pick up the pace my people we are picking up the that's pace I am
0: saying man the, the, these, these extra breaks they're killing us mate thought, they're oh, killing the momentum for some
1: reason I thought we were almost done <laughs> I thought we were about to wrap up <laughs>
0: goodness no, me barely scratched the surface have you talked about you know your favourite game well, of, uh, of the weekend that's why Phil I, and Brentford. that's
1: why I done a break I thought we were going to just go straight into that have a nice long segment and then say goodnight but nope nope nope, nope. Let's
0: keep let's keep it moving. Right, Fulham Brentford, great game that. First ever Prem derby between these two teams, which is quite cool.
1: And didn't the Sky sort commentators of. let us know? I felt like every other sentence was "and the West London derby." <laughs> I was like, bloody hell, give it a rest. Man, it's
0: not every day they get to say new content like that. It's true. So you've got to rinse it. I just it.
1: pushed it too much for me, but yeah, you know, it's a whole different story. Um, what a cracking game!
0: Yeah, really good game. Very enjoyable. They're both actually very good teams. Um, Yes.
1: I feel like they're quite similar teams. Marco Silva demands the same sort of game that Thomas Frank demands. And it was just a really high intensity, pardon me, end-to-end game between two two teams that really look up for it this season.
0: Definitely. Like, there's genuine quality in both these teams, which when you think one's just come up and one's had one season, first ever season, I think. Like, they both look solid for mid-table, you know, Mm -hmm. and... Very good foundation to actually build, um, you know, build something permanent and be, you know, in the prem for a, for a long period of time. Um, it feels like the wrong time to talk about the Brentford back five as they just conceded three goals. But <laughs> let, if we if we just ignore that, right? If we just ignore the fact that that happened, I really like it. I feel like it's really good on paper, even if they did concede three goals. Whatever it happens
1: yeah I agree but, I think Hickey and me have been really good really good additions actually Ben Mee's yeah. an inspired signing actually I think from Burnley yeah
0: and like like the goalie um, David Rea is yes. he's really good he's solid really really solid, good solid 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 like I feel like he was definitely linked with maybe even Arsenal at one point. yeah
1: so we were actually interested in him before Ramsdale you know, he became clear that Brentford might be going to sell on their first season in the Prem so we did for Ramsdale um, yeah he, he's he's excellent with his feet and he's, he's a great shot stopper as well.
0: Yeah, he's just a really good modern goalie. And I think he's like 23, 24, I want to say. So plenty of time to get a lot better. Mm. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm really liking Rico Henry. Again, caveat, I'm not sure if he's really good or he's just really fast. And I notice him a lot, but I'm digging I'm digging his work so far. He is, he like, is pacing
1: and he causes problems.
0: He, side. he gets up and down that left-hand flank, like... You know, Zola, We talked about him a long time ago at the pub um, for Italy. Where, like, if you watch closely, you can literally just see him running up and down the left <laughs> almost constantly, not always in sync with anyone else. And that—that's what Rick Henry reminds me of. He's just like a blur, you know.
1: Yeah, he is. He is fantastic. And um, yeah, I mean, looking at looking at that back five, you've listed out here: Raya, Raya, Hickey, Me, just just Jansen, maybe.
0: Jansen was looking. I don't, want to, I don't want to say he was at fault for the three goals, but he
1: looks, he <laughs> looks, you're about to. <laughs> he looks a little shaky.
0: Um, he looks a little shaky, I would say. Maybe uh, maybe one to, to look at Brentford.
1: Ben Mee needs to straighten him, um, out, I reckon. Yeah. He wouldn't take uh, that. Yeah, that um... did look
0: good. <laughs> 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 I would have loved that, to see what Brentford could have done with um, Tarkovsky and Ben Mee. Oh, like, just transform them into title monsters, football, centre-backs.
1: Um, and you put a note here as well. Brentford's corners. Let's address that. I agree. Brentford's corners are very elaborate. That's in the prem. Yeah, but very effective. Like every time they go for yeah. a corner, I get nervous. Oh they could score really.
0: Yeah, and like you don't know exactly what they're gonna do, so they have the element of surprise, and they have good enough people to actually deliver it as well. So yeah, yeah.
1: with that Christian Norgard goal. It- it almost seemed too simple they just popped it in they just volleyed in but yeah. you know that that is refined refined on the training ground so that the timing of the run the timing of the ball where that ball's going that's all obviously you know practice to a tee but very very yeah. often that you just see someone just running in from the edge of the box and just it's a beautiful volley it just seemed too simple didn't it yeah it
0: was, because it was so surprisingly so simple that shows how good it was mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. because if it was if it was not simple everyone would just do that but um, yeah, I think it's just I think it's just really impressive because they obviously have like multiple routines and they almost decide if we do this one, then next time we'll do something that's so different that they'll still be thinking about the last one, mm. then we have we have that split second, you know, which is maybe what happened. I need to watch back what happened with the previous corner, but yeah. Mate, they're such a good club. Such a good club. So
1: the Peace goals seem to be becoming more and more important in the
0: it's prep. a weapon, you know? That's what I mean, it's a weapon if you, now.
1: People, you know... If you
0: don't use it to your advantage, then you're going to be a victim.
1: Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, these small games that we spoke about last week, I believe, it's just... It's never been more true. Yeah. Never been more true. Yeah. But let's move on to Fulham.
0: I mean, yeah, as much as we're up Brentford, they did they actually, did actually win, lose so. that game. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so the back the back five weren't that lot.
1: great, because they've shipped three goals.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that... that... The timing of that note was very poor, but you know, <laughs> I blame the editor.
1: <laughs> I mean, the first film goal, it was a bit, it wasn't very nice to look at, was it? Was it Bobby Cordova-Reed? Cal- 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 yeah. It was, just, you know. it was a bit of slow motion. I don't know. It was just a very slow motion goal, kind of scrappy. They all count. I'm, I'm not dissing them. sorry if that sounded like a bit of a put-down. It's just. I don't know how I felt about that first goal. To be honest, I thought. Brentford no, goal, I mean, yeah.
0: I don't think you can get massively enthused about it. I think that's fair enough. Okay. It was a, it was a functional goal. A
1: functional, very good. A functional goal. Functional.
0: It's goal. not one that I'll remember or ever think about again, but it definitely <laughs> happened.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to take that out of my mind now. To be fair.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought new signings Paulinha and Pereira. Yeah,
1: they're pretty really
0: good to be yeah. honest. Like. They've definitely added like genuine prem quality. This is what I was talking about when you think about like Bournemouth and you, you think like if you added those two I'd feel a lot better about their team, mm. you know? If you just added those two and maybe Mitrovic, that's honestly it feels like that's the basic difference between the two teams, you know. Yeah. They've just got like these kind of higher quality players that you feel like you can rely on a bit more um to get you through the season.
1: Yeah, Fulham yeah. Fulham look very well equipped this this year, thank God. Look very well equipped to to stay up in the prem. Mitrovic seems yeah. to have come of age. Uh, he looks prem ready. And
0: mate, Mi- Mitrovic is dominating. Like he he scored again at the back post, just preying on the right back. It turns out we might have to revert to having more defensive fullbacks because he is absolutely destroying all of the sort of attacking fullbacks. He destroyed Trent. He's destroyed. Um, Oh, I had you talk about this again. Sure bloody Hickey. Mm. Maybe their are not that good. Maybe <laughs> that was maybe that was a hot take. Maybe I mm. just got carried away by all the names. But I mean, yeah. Hickey's quite Mitrovic short,
1: is... isn't he? To be fair to him, so maybe you're right. Yeah. It's a tactic for them to target the you know the smallest guy and get it to that back post for Mitrovic. He's just good at he... heading, isn't he? He's got a great head on yeah, him. Yeah,
0: just, he just dominates them. He's just like I'm getting this. You, you actually can't yeah, stop but me.
1: We we everyone thought this was coming three years ago when they first went up.
0: Yeah, so maybe. Teams are going to have to think about that and maybe play, I don't know, a centre-back, a right-back or something like that. Switch it up a little bit because, yeah, I mean, Arsenal will be fine. Tomiyasu, big lad. He can deal
1: with it. Um, Yeah, I mean, oh, God, don't jinx us. (laughs) I've
0: got to do something, man. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are running away with it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, we'll be coming on to that. In fact, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just move on. We're Segway. finally here. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting Crystal for palace this. 1st palace joking. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, okay. Let's Yeah, let's let's talk about Bournemouth Arsenal. Um, <laughs> do, do, do you know what? I'd like to go first. Since you talked about Liverpool, I'd like to, yeah, really go about, on. I'd like to talk about first.
1: Bournemouth.
0: <laughs> I feel like they're going to go down.
1: Not looking good. Not looking Not good. Not looking
0: too good. No. Um, other notes on Bournemouth, apart from they're going to go down. David Brooks is back in training. Isn't that great to see? That is great he to see. He was really good last time they were in the prim.
1: Yeah, it's, it's awful what happened to him. At such a young age as so, well. So, yeah, great to see David in the stands and looking well I'm back in training.
0: Hopefully he can, you know, get back to that kind of level because he, cliche alert, he could be like a new signing.
1: <laughs> God knows but, yeah, they is one could. of those. Um. Yeah. Alright, well, that's not with Bournemouth, you know, I'm not that,
0: that's that's uh, all I've got uh, mate on Bournemouth, time. I'm afraid. Um anything else you want to add before we move on to Palace?
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> just that Keith Moore, we spoke about him last week, but I was watching it live with my friend Harrison and and we both agreed he looked like you know, like a Trojan horse kind of forward. He just He is. He just he just opens the gate, but there's not much else. As soon as that ball goes through his feet, phew, he doesn't know what to do. Uh, yeah, more. well
0: if him and Solanke can get some kind of old school big man mm. little man combination going on there's something there
1: they're physical is, team i see what Bournemouth are going for this year which is height and height yeah
0: <laughs> there's there's definitely something there mate this is this is the newcastle rondon blueprint right now yeah there, you know yeah get it to keep him up don't try and play out from the back we don't need this many players in midfield just we lump it to Kiefer.
1: It lump it to Kiefer. yeah um
0: and then get get some runs off him boom counter-attack goal
1: yeah, so it might work. You know, it's worked before. It's English football. There needs to be at least one team who's still going to play nineties football, and I'm glad that there is one. So thank you, Bournemouth.
0: I was I was worried that we'd lose our like Burnley. Exactly. Our Burnley, sort
1: of. Where's our throwback team? You know, Stoke with the long throws. It's just, always just been one Bolton back in know. the day. We need these teams in the prem. So, um, it's
0: heritage, mate. It's, it's Heritage, ancestry.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving pardon. on.
0: Right, let's talk about I mean, where do we even... Gabriel Jesus.
1: Oh, okay, well, bad with beginning with him, mate.
0: <sighs> Jesus, who is this man? Jesus. Even
1: I didn't think when we signed him, he would be this. Do you effective.
0: know what Q? Some would say he's reborn.
1: Ooh, there's a lot of <laughs> Jesus Christ references here, <laughs> but it really does feel like a holy figure has come into that Arsenal dressing room. He's a bit of magic, isn't he?
0: He's unbelievable. Like he was electric.
1: Mm. That. He
0: didn't even score the first half, oh, but he's I'm the so only sad. one. That, it's the only thing you can remember.
1: He deserves points like, for that on fantasy football or something.
0: Pre-assist of the year, oh, right
1: there. The way he just, just—I think my favourite bits when he actually the ball's coming. I don't know. It's such a weird ball from Ben White. Just loops up in the air. And he just barges that guy off Sinisi. The guy was making yeah. his debut, and I was like, "Welcome to the prem, lad." <laughs> like there was no yeah. way he was expected to get barged <laughs> off like that.
0: And you don't really, you don't really associate that with Jay Z. You associate a lot of good things with him, but that, like, you know, just dominating people and holding no, them off—he's playing, so brutal. he's
1: playing with this real swagger and this real kind of almost like kind of cocky nature. Um,
0: yeah, th- there's, there's going to be some real bountiful weeks ahead, man, for him. His, his confidence is high. Oh, that run, like
1: oh, he just mazed through, and then he made the right pass as well—the little kind of yeah. reverse pass. Oh, mate, honestly. I
0: don't think he's ever played this well. I don't think, I don't, no. Maybe when he arrived at City, he was, he was good. But I don't remember that long ago. But
1: he, could, yeah, he, mate, he
0: seems to be playing at a new level.
1: Honestly, no. I'm actually like, the more I see of him, the more like grateful and thankful I am that he, he even plays for us. He could play for Madrid. Yeah. He could have gone to Chelsea. He could have gone to any top team.
0: Well, yeah, how many teams are crying out for a good striker?
1: If he was at Chelsea, I guarantee you Chelsea would probably... We, 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 Arsenal and Chelsea would probably switch places. He does feel like a difference maker. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, somehow it looks like you've got the better one. Like, out of Sterling and Jesus, you would have picked Sterling all day long on paper. On paper,
1: yeah. You know?
0: Definitely, definitely But...
1: No, Jesus... At his, the moment, man. And this is the thing, you know... Oh, it's so annoying that his goal got re- ruled out as well. They've got to sort this... Bloody VAR nonsense. You know when, like, they've zoomed in to the point where it just looks like a potato? You're looking at one potato (laughs) slightly ahead of another potato because it's so pixelated. And he's like, how are you just not going to give that as a goal? It's just ridiculous, mate. It's just... Yeah, you are right. It's killing it, isn't it? I mean, like, Bournemouth fans really complained if if we're talking, like, like an armpit hair.
0: I thought I was pro-VAR, but actually... Fuck it, just get rid of it, mate. It's honestly, it's boring.
1: It's boring, isn't like, it? The controversial decisions boring. are brilliant. You used to love them. Yeah,
0: and like, sometimes it goes against you, you know, so be it. But they've got goal line technology anyway, so it's just going to be marginal offside calls are the worst things going to happen.
1: Yeah, and now that I've seen the lines on the TV, I realise that, you know, back in the day when they showed the camera angle, just because yeah. it looks like that, that, that kind of replay or that, that's, remember, that screenshot, it looks offside. It actually, doesn't mean that because I've seen the lines. Something the lines come through. It's like, oh, it's onside. You're like, well, it doesn't look like it. So like, now yeah. that we've seen, you know, like these marginal sides, no, I, I just feel like bring it back, bring bring back a bit of that.
0: Yeah, because it's it's not that fun. Goals are the best bit of football. So yeah, even ruling them out for basically nothing.
1: I know for, for like literally half an armpit, just because yeah, it's just anyway, ran over, Run over.
0: Yeah, you just can't tell what millisecond the pass was made as well. The armpit might be onside. One millisecond, then the armpits offside. Yeah, you can't tell exactly when he's touched the ball and kicked it. But the thing it's is, is like past. it
1: should be down to legs, in my opinion, because like leaning over with your arm doesn't really give you an advantage. Yeah. It's not like you're running with your arms; you're running with your legs. So if your shoulders offside but your legs are onside, then you should be going by the legs. So pff. I know, mate.
0: I agree. I agree. But anyway. Sorry. No need to be so negative.
1: I've been right? waiting for the this for like an be... hour. Talking about. I know. What
0: am I doing? Odegaard. 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 Best performance to date in an Arsenal shirt.
1: What so far this season, or best performance uh, since he's joined Arsenal?
0: Ever. Ever.
1: It was a weird one, wasn't it? I mean, you'd expect. Or was it him... just because he scored two? Yeah, goals, I think so I think it was I'll more just... That he just scored two. He's goals. got my rose tinted
0: glasses on now. Yeah, I
1: mean. I can't even remember the first goal now how did it go down oh Gabriel Jesus did all the work and then yeah, yeah Martinelli. and then
0: pull back from Martinelli Yeah, I mean look, also, it, Martinelli mate is having a breakthrough yeah. season by the way
1: I mean it's just a joy to watch them I'm not even going to go all tactical on the goals because I think we just overwhelmed them we're just a class apart our attack and they're so in sync you know had we not scored those opportunities they were going to be more opportunities and I think Odegaard just yeah made the right decisions. just whacked it with his left um, mate work. I think
0: your team actually looks so good now suddenly like jay seems to have been the missing piece and everything's just come together really well
1: Willy Saliba maybe it was all there
0: yeah just the two of them oh and Zinchenko he's so good as well oh
1: how good is Zinchenko I think he made like double the amount of interceptions than anyone else on that pitch
0: I feel like you're benefiting from Pep's coaching.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, I think people... <laughs> you know what I, mean? I think this is why people like, really are mad with, with Arsenal doing so well, because it does does feel like we've just bought Man City players.
0: <laughs> yeah, is... and you're just like, you're just like, right, just, just do your thing, guys. Yeah, just,
1: just do what you normally do. Your do your thing. But, I mean, you know, it's by virtue. It's not that simplistic. It's not that but... simplistic, and by virtue, I think Zinchenko and Gabriel Jesus became, because of Arteta, because they had worked with Arteta before with Pep. Yeah. For sure. So, you know, sorry guys, you're just sucking sour eggs. I think if if you've got a problem, (laughs) Um, it's just a stupid business. But yeah, you're right. It's just two or three players have brought our level up massively, massively in my opinion. Um, Yeah,
0: because they're all players that have improved you. Yeah. Jesus the most, but Saliba a close second, I'd say.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, let's move on to Saliba and his goal. Wow. Just caressed it, didn't he? <laughs> Left foot as and He can well. literally do no wrong, oh. can he? And the new chant, have you heard the new chant? Oh yes. I mean,
0: da da Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Saliba. Yeah, it's a Saliba. Quality. Arsenal fans are loving that, and I hope he's loving it too. He's had a rough couple of years, and I think that everyone can get on board with his journey to the Arsenal team. It's a really weird. Oh man, he's he's in,
0: he's in, he's he's got a chant, and it's it's. It's annoying, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I heard that for 20 minutes and Arsenal beat me 2-0, I'd be livid. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's a chant that you can only love if it's a short player. Bloody annoying. Yeah. But it's just nice to hear Arsenal fans making a chant, doing something hey. new. Our away fans are dream, brilliant. shout out the Arsenal away fans. Them guys are so loud. So, so loud. Um and yeah it's just a great time to be an Arsenal fan I'm really looking forward to the next couple of weeks up until November when we've got some Sterner tests right be... do, you
0: have any, do you have a hot take for me on Arsenal anything you want to you want to say over your chest right now
1: I said at the start going to win the league mate it's not even a hot take anymore <laughs> look at us now boy <laughs> three games in I mean, yeah, we're, we're done we're good, so you guys are relegated mate you're done, though. we're going to swap places yeah, we're going to we're going to have champo, you can enjoy a bit of Thursday night in the Europa League you've had your time in the sun you've had your fun
0: yeah mate never won the conference league mate so you know you yeah. want to get all the European trophies About your le- why not
1: about your level right now mate <laughs> <laughs> oh. but no um, I was listening to Gunner Blog. James McNicholas talk about the Arsenal game and he said something like if you're playing FIFA or a Football Manager the Arsenal team is like the team that you'd want to start with if you're yeah. a casual because it's young it's up and coming um, and it's good you know like it it's is really just ridiculous. like a from and every aspect you just look at that squad and you think
0: all the pieces make sense now so yeah you're, like, you're probably one more midfielder away from basically completing it and then it's like really elite you know additions after that
1: so I am going to douse all of this in a bit of reality and I was looking at the Swiss Ramble what? No, come cool, on man
0: just ride the wave oh, no, uh, we're going to I win know, the league
1: I know we are going to win the league but what I'm, my point is is that we should be winning the league because we've spent an enormous amount of money the last two years <laughs> <laughs> we haven't spent so much I actually forgot how much we spent last summer we just haven't stopped this summer um, so like that is true. Of, a reality check, should be is like we haven't played anyone that kind of big yet, or supposed kind of competitor, and we have spent a hell of a lot of cash to get to where we are. So you would expect us, you know, this season. This is, I think, this is part for the course. Um, in yeah, terms I, think, of I, think
0: I think that's that's fair enough. But I think almost all the signs you've made have, have come off more or less. You know, some of the some of the cheaper ones, like Tavares. We'll see, but. All the big money ones under Arteta basically worked out so far. And, like, they look to be improving. Um, there's some good youngsters, like, Smith-Rowe's not even in the team. He's actually so good as well. Mm. He's underrated, for sure.
1: Absolutely. Like, a bit worried for him, to be fair. But let's see how the
0: season plans out. I don't want to... Oh, there'll be plenty of games for him, for sure. Yeah,
1: Once, once Europe starts um, as well, you'll see the rest of the squad. Like, I still have yet to see Fabio Vieira, who looks like a really exciting player. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. And have you seen that we're chasing Pedro Neto from Wolves?
0: I'm a bit confused why you keep buying. Sort of. So I think floaty number tens, but then I remember Pepe off. is a disciple of Pep, so
1: Pepe's off to Nice. I've seen. So
0: if we were what, to get Pedro what, Neto, what, what, what kind of price are we talking for Pepe these
1: days? Loan. <laughs> no. Loan. <laughs> no option to buy. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, he just doesn't fit the system anymore. He's had his chance, Pepe. I still think there's a good player in there, just don't know if he's gonna thrive in the Prem. To be honest, with Arsenal, I just think he's had his day and he's had too many chances and just hasn't really worked out that one.
0: I'll be honest, he just reminds me of a
1: Yeah, just well, just like there are so many Prem wingers just like him, a bit like Balassi. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where
0: a lot of the ingredients are there, but. It's
1: just not... Not a 70-mil player. Yeah. yeah. Disappointing that. But, yeah, Pedro Neto, if we got him before the end of the transfer window, just him. Phew, that,
0: he's a good player, mate. Th- he's that, got more
1: levels him for sure. That is That would be mental. I mean, he's got, he's got a contract till 27, so...
0: But then, what?
1: To compete with Saka? Surely not. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Saka signed the contract Hasn't yet. signed anything, no. Watch that space.
1: Yeah, watch that space. Watch that space. Come, come join the Merseyside Red Sack. If we get into January come, and it's mate. a bit of a Mo Salah standoff, I'll be getting nervous. Yeah, I'll be getting nervous. <laughs> that's for sure. So, but um, yeah, comprehensive win up the Gooners, gonna win the league. You know, it's been it's been amazing so far. The Prem. What I love is we started this podcast right after years of Liverpool success and Arsenal being in. I know. And now look, we're, we're talking about football and it's all rosy for me and this at
0: the worst time like where where was this podcast last year?
1: Exactly. exactly. so maybe it's this podcast that's reversing the fortune. so long may it continue. Very foolish from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> might have had my notice in
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah then a win Street by <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs>
0: yeah maybe we should test it get get like a get like a super sub on next week. Just see how it goes you know
1: Yeah, let's see. let's see so. What have we got Max? Right. Jack? Talk to me.
0: Crystal Palace, Aston Villa. Oh, this was a good game. Bat- battle of the battle of the superstar midfield managers. Need to remember to do a pod on that. Why are midfield managers so hot right now? What's, What's going on? What's
1: going on? But yeah, okay, let's jump in this one. Um, Paddy V, mate. Patti v,
0: his stock is rising. He is doing something good at Palace. He's
1: doing bits, isn't he?
0: Yeah, mate.
1: They play some good no. football.
0: To to think where they were when Roy Hodgson left, and they had like Gary Cahill, and they had like all these old boys, and people were like, oh, how are we ever gonna like turn it around at Palace? Yeah, they're not even the same team anymore. No, like they're literally different. They're completely different. If they if they weren't playing in the same colours, you would not recognise who they were.
1: No, no, no. They play play completely different football. Yeah, it's like chalk and cheese compared to Roy Hodgson's Roy ball. Um,
0: and yeah, they're so good, like. I feel like Zaha's playing his best football. I know it's only been three games, but Zaha. hes coming in. He's coming into his prime right now. Like last season, he had some hot streaks. and He seems to be
1: continuing. You know what it is? It's Eze. It's like Do you think Eze so? is kind of like it's a just, spoil. You know, it's giving him a bit of freedom. Well, they're both similar players. I think they're on the same sort of. Wave, you know, like you saw the little flicks throughout the game on the left hand side. Yeah. And
0: I mean, Eze es- es- is fun, isn't he? Like, Eze is almost oh, he's too so
1: brilliant as well,
0: isn't he? I'm pretty sure at one point Zaha just looked at him like, Oi, come, come on, man, <laughs> pass, pass the ball to me. <laughs> like, enough.
1: <laughs> no, but you know, the third goal, for example, the flick, the cross, oh, the finish. Yeah. Oh, that was liquid football at its finest. It was such a
0: good oh. guy. Such a good guy. Oh, I like that yeah, for me. I like, I like this Mateta guy, you know? Yeah, I was like, I this think... guy's
1: a monster. As soon as he came on, it was, like, completely different. Edouard better watch his back because this Mateta guy I'm is... I'm
0: telling you, mate, Edouard, <laughs> he, he's got
1: to go. He's not, he's he's not, not the guy. He's not that guy. It's not looking good for Edward. He did not look good, to be honest. Nah. He looked like he was slowing down the attack for the Palace, whereas Mateta, yeah, just, you know, Mateta slotted just slotted in, right? Yeah, exactly, so... Yeah,
0: I don't I, I don't know enough about Matata, but yeah, he's just he seems to have all of the attributes that you would want in a forward. Maybe I'm getting carried away, but I've always thought he looks really good. You know what I mean? Like some players, you're like, how good could he be? Like, mm. could he be as good as Marnay? Who knows? Let's just Google where did he come from. I don't know. I don't know enough about him, but it's just like he's definitely one to watch because he's 25.
1: Mm. Okay. Where did you come from, Mateo? To go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I
0: didn't realise we've got Alan Shearer on the full oh, Christ. Oh, no, cringe.
1: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so he, he moved from mines and he was alone last season and signed permanently this. Yeah. Season. Okay. Or like January last year was it? Ah. I mean he looked really dangerous and yeah. you know really did complement the attack. That's already you know looking pretty solid. And um, I don't have a lot of worries for Palace this year. I think they can do over a lot of teams oh, no. in their day.
0: Palace exists in that nice bubble with like Brighton and a few others. You know, they just live. They live in the middle. Yeah. The nice safe middle, and they're building something nice. Um. Yeah, I mean Aston Villa, not looking good, my man. not, not looking, looking good. good. At
1: all. I don't know if Stevie's gonna last the uh, last the year at this rate. I uh, just
0: I mean it's what we said Stevie made first to go and
1: it's mm. just getting it. not looking good it just looks muddled doesn't it, it like I I don't really I just don't really know does I don't really know what the system is I I yeah I
0: don't I don't really get it I don't really know what Villa are trying to do what they're about
1: I don't know man They just look like they've regressed th- a bit like I remember Emi Martinez when he first signed for Villa was like one of the best in the league Yeah, yeah It's just don't really see him, but like Tyrone Mings just fallen off and
0: You're right, he's not he's not improving any of the current players. Ollie Watkins all slowly getting worse. Right, Ollie
1: Watkins looked all right when they signed him.
0: Yeah, mate, he was I mean he got an England call up, so he's looking good. Yeah,
1: I mean that was harsh, that was disingenuous. He, he was looking good, but now I mean he scored, don't get me wrong, but yeah, just yeah. does they just don't look like though. I think forward.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna update my hot take. I think if they don't win in any of their next three games, I think Gerard might be gone. Because that would mean I don't think they've won any games after like six games.
1: Yeah, pressure's on there, actually. Yeah, yeah. If we reach... And I think if
0: they're in the bottom three, you know, by like mid-sept or... Let's say end of September, eight games, whatever that is. I think he's gone.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a worry. To worry for But Aston
0: Villa sat Dean Smith after five, five losses in a
1: row. Yeah. So he's,
0: he's getting into the danger zone I already. I still
1: think they're just going to back him more than Dean Smith,
0: but... There's no signs, though. Yeah, this is there's it. There's really any this signs.
1: Football's a ruthless game and you can't point to any one thing and say, well, there's the progress made. It just... Yeah. Doesn't seem like it, to be honest. But, hey, you know, hopefully you can turn it around. It's nice to have Stevie G in the Prem as a manager, you know. It's, um yeah agreed, agreed but, but reputation's not enough to keep you in the job and as you say there's just not there's not enough there's like nothing tangible to be like you, you, I just nah. can't point to anything and say well that's doing alright which is a worry so
0: he's in a bit of trouble right now
1: he's also uh, it, got to that stage where he's kind of criticising his players which is always a dangerous place to go as a football manager
0: yeah I've been a bit disappointed with him in that like as a player he's always quite happy to you know take take the brunt of it um, and not point fingers, but now, yeah, he's just just pointing at anything and anyone. Sort of scrambling around. It's not, it's not a great look. A bit worried about Stevie.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. I don't think there's much more we can say on that, really, other than bad result. Bam bad it. result for Villa and, you know.
0: Good result for Palace, mate. Yeah. Good team. Good
1: team. Good team. Like them.
0: All right, let's do one more and then let's take a break.
1: Yeah? Perfect. Perfect. Which one are we going to do?
0: West Ham, Brighton. Two nil, Brighton. Brighton, mate, flying, absolutely flying. They sell players, they get better. They don't even buy that many new players. They get better. They're unbelievable. They're like they're like the best team. They're the best team, pound for pound, right now. You love a bit, so i pretty sure
1: you th- love a bit of Brighton. Our Brighton bias is coming through. So we we both lived in Brighton at certain points in our lives. So maybe that's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe. there's an element of that. But then you can't deny it. They're they're on the ascendancy. They are.
0: It's just looking. It just good. doesn't make sense because like they sell their best players. I think they make profits. They are the, and they get better.
1: They are do they are the they are the new Southampton, they're the new Leicester, aren't they? They are they are that innovative club yeah. within English they football are. where it's just everything they do seems to turn to gold at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's their cycle. Maybe it'll last a couple more years, maybe it'll last forever, but yeah. They are fully in the cycle now. Where everything they do is just good.
1: Um I mean they didn't as I understand they didn't really dominate the game but they just took their chances when it mattered and that's all you can got. No
0: but like West Ham are just kept at arm's length like Brighton Brighton had control of the game I'd say um, the second goal the Trossard goal was so nice Was it? Um, it's like a really nice little flick from um, I think it was Pascal Gross onto Trossard like Gross gets absolutely chopped after making the flick mm. then Trossard's throw on goal it's nice easy finish just They do play good football, don't they? Brighton. They do. When they
1: get it right, they get it so right.
0: And I just think, like, you think about those two players, like Trossard. Never heard of him. Plays for Belgium. Twenty-eight years old. Like he feels like if he was about twenty-four, there'd be a lot of big clubs circling him because he's the right kind of technical player. You know, like he can play. He's like a technical James Milner. He can play so many different positions. Such a useful player to have. If he was a little younger. He'd be the next, I reckon, to go. Um, Pascal Gross as well, like
1: yeah, he was his, like fancy
0: football dream. Yeah, do you remember with, that first season? season. Yeah. yeah, dude.
1: Yeah, and then
0: been a bit quiet since then for whatever reason. Maybe he was injured. Maybe he just wasn't playing. And then this season he's back and he's got like three goals already or something. So I don't really understand how they just regenerate these players out of nowhere to become.
1: I'll Say it again. once before and I'll say it again. Tony Bloom. Maybe T. Bloom. Big Boy Bloom. I, I, honestly, I rate him as one of the best. Um,
0: you're, you're definitely a cultist.
1: I am a Bloomist. Bloomist I am, I am a Bloomist, Bloomist. for sure. <laughs> I'm a bloomer. <laughs> I just okay bloomer. I, <laughs> I just got a lot of time for him. He's, he, you know his story. He, he made his money elsewhere within sporting on betting, right? But he's just a Brighton fan, and had the opportunity to buy him. And look how well he's done.
0: I know. This is all a bit sort of football manager isn't it? It's all a bit too perfect. It's like a football
1: manager with a vision, you know? Yeah. Not with, like, the ability just to reload your save when it goes wrong. Like, genuine, like, everything he does, it's just... He's, he's, he... I think Brighton will be a premiership club for as long as he's, like, in charge of the club, to be honest. It's a big call, mate. Massive We've seen these cycles, mate. Massive call. They
0: they end very no but the infrastructure
1: is good and you know they've got the modern Amex stadium and
0: yeah but they're only like they're only like one shift away from it all going wrong you know? yeah but one, you arguably... one John Michelle Seri, you know and suddenly I just the, don't think they're capable of that
1: I just don't you know they've already gone and bought uh, Ecuadorian left back uh, for 15 True, now, who I guarantee is going to be as good as Cucurella I guarantee it it's just going to be as good oh for sure for sure um, He'll be playing in Man City in, in two But years. you said, you know, all it takes is one shift, right? But arguably, they've sold £100 million of their best players in the summer and yet still having a fantastic start to the season.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's crazy. That's why I'm such a fan. I don't know if this is permanent.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, this look, good. you can't continuously sell your best players and expect to always be, you know, competing. I get that. It's just, I think if anyone's got a master plan it's big bloom
0: yeah no I, I'm I'm slowly being converted I'll get I'll,
1: I'll get, get you a pamphlet I
0: could be a bloomer I oh, thank I'll you I'll get you a
1: pamphlet thank yeah. you start knocking on your door on <laughs> a Brighton strip how do you consider being a bloomer <laughs> <laughs> oh lord Tony B <laughs> um,
0: let's talk about West Ham I have a bit of a bad start man to be honest yeah like uh,
1: mm, I mean I always thought the crash was coming with West Ham
0: was it Kayla Kayla Kela, let's go Kela.
1: oh Co- uh, yeah Cola Keeler. Keeler. the new signing from Paris Saint-Germain I had high hopes for this guy
0: yeah and gave away a penalty
1: honestly the- I really don't think you should be chucking centre-backs into the Prem I think you've got to bed them in centre-backs especially we've seen Koulibaly this weekend blown away Martinez last mm. couple of weeks blown away you know Tilo, I'll just call him because that's his first name. Blown away. like I honestly think they need a bit of bedding in.
0: Yeah, potentially. But I think that whole back line at the moment needs a bit of a refresh. Um, confession time. Sensible, uh, uh, logical transfers. Ooh,
1: almost. Almost. Which is a completely new and fresh idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's definitely never been done. And anyone who thinks it has, you've obviously... You've just you've been thinking about it for yeah, a while. Yeah, you've been dreaming about this, and it's here. It's you just me, didn't did. Logi- you
1: just didn't get the plan down. Don't worry, we're here for you. We've done it now.
0: Logical transfers confession time. I put new left back for West Ham soon. Some competition for Aging Cresswell, and I did check the news today because the first one I wrote down was Emerson. I'm pretty sure he's about to sign. Oh on yes, then. I think he is. from Chelsea.
1: He's a, yeah, to buy Yeah,
0: and I'll be honest, that made perfect sense to me. Just like get him in, prem quality,
1: suits all parties. he really does.
0: Um I will go through the other ones I had to th- had to think about, but mate, up one for one. You step it up,
1: Hugh. No, you haven't you haven't heard mine yet.
0: No, exactly. I am I'm, I'm interested. I'm assuming that we've both got Danny Ings for most of them.
1: Yeah, of course. It goes with saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, West Ham, Looking looking struggles Um do you think the defeat to Forest where they missed a pen and they hit the post like three times, they basically batters Forest and then they they lost one 0 Do you think that has caused some sort of wider issues in terms of their sort of spirit and confidence at the moment? Because they didn't really look, they didn't really look at it in this game.
1: Yeah, I I see a lot of similar kind of situation with West Ham, maybe to a lesser extent, not severe, but kind of like Liverpool. To be honest, where you know they had their European run last season, they had a fantastic season last season, but no one expected them to, you know, to do that, right? And I do feel like the drop-off was always inevitable. I never felt like West Ham's squad was actually a top five, top six contender consistently, right? Not without the big signings. And I know they've invested heavily, but I think is going to take quite a bit of time to get up to speed. Um, clearly, Tilo, their new centre-back from PSG, is going to take a lot of time. I just, I, 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 you know... I. The drop off for me was inevitable. I think if anything last season was was a bonus. I don't even think last season I was expecting them to do as well as they did and you know have a second consistent season where they were looking like a really good team. I just think it's inevitable. But they need to get out of the rut and I, I agree not, the Nottingham Forest defeat definitely feels like weirdly more of a sting than this one did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that, because that they dominated. I mean this mm. they they can't have too many complaints. Mm. You know. Maybe they could have maybe maybe they could have got something out of it, but yeah looking a little bad for West Ham right now and I guess it could get worse at any point you know Chelsea could go back in for Declan Rice you heard it here first
1: if Declan leaves, then it's game over for West Ham it's just game over yeah. um, but I don't think that's going to happen I mean well actually who knows with Chelsea You know, they, they, yeah. they have the cash that's for sure
0: <laughs> they definitely do I'd say before the World Cup unlikely but maybe tee something up for January alright let's take a little break last break and then we've got a few more games probably talk about some other stuff realistically we love it (laughs) love talking for two hours (laughs) but yeah be right back and we are back for the final segment of what has been An emotional podcast, you know, for various reasons. There's been highs, there's been lows. We started on a major low. But now we come into some pretty neutral games to end it. Tottenham versus Wolves. What do you think about that? I wrote down the word boring because I thought it was quite boring as a match.
1: It was... I'm going to disagree there. I actually thought it was quite entertaining. It just didn't have any goals, which obviously makes the match more exciting. But I thought Wolves were really good in the first half and I... Was so hoping that they would get a result. <laughs> um, uh, really was hoping that they would just, you know, stubbornly get two points out of Tottenham and they didn't. And it's a hurricane header again, and it's doing my head in to be honest. Um But yeah, I actually I was more impressed with Wolves coming out of this one, although I do have one slight concern where I'm like the whole Wolves team is pretty much Portuguese at this point. Yeah, man. They had one guy at centre back, maybe.
0: They had six six starters six portuguese was it players. only six
1: yeah wow really no there was definitely was, was it only six yeah surely not but not every player was portuguese
0: i heard a fabulous stat on another podcast yeah. which won't be referenced for other purposes but it was wonderful <laughs> that wolves had more portuguese players in their starting lineup than sporting or porto this weekend
1: <laughs> oh, no. which is just phenomenal Oh my oh, oh, That's modern football. That's gonna make the purists. That's gonna that's gonna make them angry. At what point? Um, <laughs> do do wolves just move to Portugal? <laughs> like honestly, honestly, it's just it's getting out of hand now. I know. And with their subs that they brought on, oh, I'm I'm sure they went up to like nine or ten Portuguese.
0: Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Um, let's talk about the new boys: uh, mm-hmm. Guedes and Matias Nunes. Yeah, they're good. They both look
1: like great players. Yeah, they're both yeah. they're both good.
0: Um, yeah, I feel like they're both Champions League quality players. So it's gonna be like interesting to see. I mean, they they've done it at Wolves. They have just bought players that are, I don't want to say better than their station, but they probably had more lucrative or, you know, like Champions League offers potentially. Oh, it's
1: all it's all bloody Jorge Mendes, isn't it? Well, and yeah, dodgy deals.
0: I think they 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 signed there. With the agreement that if a big club comes in after two years, they can go if the money's right. There's Yeah, there's I, an understanding I
1: honestly, there. Yeah, I think Wolves players kind of exist in this transfer microclimate. Where you know the traditional transfer window or the current transfer window status doesn't really affect them because, mm-hmm. like you say, there's definitely some kind of like small print applied to a lot of these to a lot of these Portuguese players. Look at Diogo Jota. Yeah. I think that's a prime example. You know what I mean? Like if the right offer comes in for the right. For the right player, yeah. Then they'll probably just accept it.
0: I'd agree with that, but yeah, neither of them are a striker, so they're buying around the problem. But I feel like they still need to buy a striker. Like usually, they seem to play with like one person, you know, just like one person up top. Not really much support. I'm pretty sure there was one mm-hmm. chance for Guedes where there was actually nobody. There was no one around him. Maybe not even in that half. And that's an issue. And that's the
1: one area that let them down was. Where was the goal for it?
0: Yeah, you compare it to like Leeds where they had like six players in Chelsea half just pressing them and Wolves are the opposite. You know, they keep it very compact but they don't have that clinical instinct. So they will be fine but it's not going to be enjoyable, I don't think.
1: I think, yeah, they're still transitioning this Bruno Large team. Yeah. I think... They're still trying to find their feet. But, I, st- yeah, I mean, Mateus Nunes and, and Guedes, that was their first game. And I thought they did, they, they did really well. I think mean, Tottenham away is going to be a hard game for any any player this season.
0: Yeah, I'd agree um, with that. I mean, Tottenham were arguably quite muted um, compared to what we've kind of seen from them in the yeah. last few weeks. Uh, I don't
1: think that they're a team that's going to be able to dominate the ball very well.
0: I think, yeah, I think they'll be one of the most dangerous teams against all the big boys because their ability to yeah. just crush you on the break is going to be horrendous. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh, and I think, yeah, uh, Harry Kane for me. I know he scored two, but you you know have to caveat that they're both headed goals from the corner. I I just don't know if he's going to be the same player going forwards.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't have to be anymore. He's got so much more support now.
1: True, but I thought Kolesovsky was actually very anonymous um, this game. I think Son was equally as anonymous. Yeah,
0: Son Son's been quiet again. A lot of the best yeah. players from last season have come into this season pretty tepid, you know.
1: Don't know if everyone's just kind of doubling down and marking them like they did with Salah and you know the Saka to an extent that they do these kind of wide players, but yeah, he has got brought off in the seventieth minute again. I noticed it's pretty rare for someone, isn't it? Yeah,
0: so. maybe maybe they're just exhausted. Maybe it's literally that simple. Because in in the running, they just play every game, don't they? All the all the yeah. kind of big hitters. So maybe they're just all totally shattered because it's it was a short summer. There's more games coming up pre uh, pre World Cup. I don't know, but yeah, son's son's not on it at the moment. That is true, but someone who is Perisic, he's on it now. Debut very good name, very good debut. Got the assist with a very clever sort of what would you call it? Like a scoop, scooped header, like near post scoop header. It was weird, but it oh it, you know
1: what I've seen that a lot yeah but they kind of it's like a flick on, on but he kind of post, did it almost
0: with the back, back. of his head.
1: Yeah, that's a common theme at the moment. It's very effective though, isn't it? He's a very clever
0: player, isn't he? Like, he oh, yeah. he's, he's oh, yeah. definitely been underrated because, I mean, he scored one of the best Champions League goals of all time. Do you remember that one? Where it was like, it was in the air for about four different players. They were just passing it in the air to each other and volleying it. And he just, just smashed a bicycle kick at the end of it. It's honestly I unbelievable. I do
1: not remember that, but that's definitely a YouTube search straight off. Today, <laughs> so that sounds phenomenal. Mate, Bloody hell. It's
0: legit one of the best goals I've ever seen, And yeah. He's, I think he's a really good pick up actually, even if it's just for a season. Um, Yeah, and he's a
1: system player, isn't he? No, Conte knows him. He knows Conte. Yeah. He knows what he has to do. So, you know, he can just
0: imprint all of his all of his left wing back ability onto Cessiog over the over the the season or two. It's, It's great. Conte knows what he's doing, doesn't he?
1: He does. He does, and yeah. They look dangerous and I think Tottenham will be competing with the best of them this season I just hate talking about them so let's move on
0: Hot take Hugh Spurs and Arsenal are both finishing in the top four What are you saying?
1: Yeah Defo Defo Definitely
0: <laughs> Who's dropping out? I can't answer this because I'm biased but I'm a bit Chelsea. concerned
1: Chelsea Oh wait no Who the was top four?
0: Man City Liverpool
1: Chelsea Tottenham Yeah So, yeah, it would just be Arsenal for Chelsea, in my opinion.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad we're still in, despite this.
1: I just don't want want to break your heart.
0: It's fair enough, mate. But a couple more uh, winless games, and it's going to be... I hate to say it, it, mate. You're already
1: seven points behind us, three games in. Not ideal, by any stretch of the imagination. Not
0: ideal indeed.
1: You know, like, oh, we were there last year. Don't worry, you look at the table and you're like, yikes. Yikes, that is... <laughs> what I'm hearing is bad, we're but... coming
0: fifth on the final day. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you're telling me. I don't think I'll
1: be happy with that. Nah, it's early days. And that's why you can't really get taken with it too much yet. There's still so much to happen. And it's going to be one weird year with the World Cup in between. Yeah, it is. So I think this year is going to be more unpredictable than most. So
0: Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Thank you for reassuring me I appreciate that's that right.
1: I never thought I'd have to do that in game week three but
0: No mate well, I'm just so, I don't think I've ever seen Liverpool not not win after three games I got so used to it it's just the, the machine just rolling on so it's a slight readjustment for me Yeah. Anyway to another team that are used to losing and that's Leicester What's going on with Leicester? They've oh, lost again
1: They've lost their shine They're... I'm worried about Leicester we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks but it's not a happy camp Fofana wants to leave Brendan's unhappy with the lack of signings money doesn't seem to be available to make those signings or you know the board aren't willing to, to make any signings I don't know what it is I think it's just that not they have too to many be. squad
0: players they need they just need to shift players it's not It's and not, stop
1: playing hardball Fofana I agree let him move on. if and he, he wants to go time, if that's the case and you're not even going to play him then yeah. what's going on there
0: 80 mil is a more than fair price like that's inflated just, just go for it give yourself time to find a proper replacement or get one done now you know those players are out there mm. you picked up Fofana, so just pick up the new Fafana
1: yeah you know what I mean like what's, what's why are you suddenly so confident you can't replace him yeah that's, <laughs> like, that's what they've done for so long you know you did it with Maguire yeah, I don't get it exactly uh,
0: and yeah Amarty not a centre back Brendan needs to stop that he keeps doing it and it never works out well he needs to stop
1: Tactical genius from Brenda.
0: Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like that. Okay. Name calling.
1: All right. <laughs> no, no. I take it back. I take it back. I just think Brenda's in a really sticky spot. And, you know, less Southampton, sorry, are a team you have to beat. Yeah. You have to beat them. Southampton um, are a
0: hard team, but you have to beat them. And you have to beat them. Fair play to Southampton. You know, they don't have the best squad, but they just work really hard again. Like... They give they give it a lot. By the way, these same teams. This is this is the nine nil game. This is less to be the nine nil like two years ago. So, oh yeah, those demons have been fully expelled. Southampton, they've cleansed it. Ralph's going to be I'm not fine sure this about season.
1: That. Now. I mean, until they get their own nine nil and repeat it.
0: Can maybe you even
1: quite <laughs> exercise such a result by the two one? But I like where you're going with that. <laughs> oh, nine goodness. nils ridiculous. Can I just say? 9-0 yeah, that, that, that was to actually freakish keep your job 9-0 2 times dang son was was it twice with the same team Two, It was 2 times that's rude maybe it is redemption then because that's pretty rude on Leicester's part that's pretty rude
0: yeah I mean yeah, so I've some really good I'd say they're the hardest team to gauge their level because there was one point where they were like I don't know if they were like top 6 for quite a long time of last season and then they just didn't win for like 12 games um, mm, so it's, like, it's hard it's, it's hard to gauge where they actually sit like are they are they more like West Ham Brighton area or are they more like you know down the bottom
1: you don't I'd say they're kind of in between
0: yeah they're they're a weird one but they got the job done you know like Adams scored two decent goals just came on just absolutely bullied Leicester Leicester oh my god they're so rubbish at set pieces Southampton <laughs> they did a long throw and I absolutely I've got so much time for it like what a Leicester rubbish at Brendan cannot coach corners so what do we do we just replicate corners with long throws basically the same thing just send it and that's what they did and it worked and you're just like if this is if this is honestly the blueprint Brendan is gone because every team should just long throw every throw they get
1: well they probably will yeah and if they do, they probably will. It's going to be panic, no, as we were saying. It's going to be panic. You know, set pieces is is is, is like so hot, and uh, we got a set piece goal against them as well. Yeah,
0: um, like he's he's going to be gone soon because he can't fix it.
1: No, and this is where it, this is where the concern is for Brendan. Right? Is, is can he fix this? Like he's pretty good, you know, when the team's pretty good, and you know he can implement his style. But when push comes to shove, and you need to start being a pragmatic coach for results, and you need to lift the squad. Oh, I haven't seen enough of him being able to do that.
0: No, and like coaching set pieces is basic. Like Arsenal were absolute shambles of set pieces, and Arteta's our, our made them like the best, and not conceding now. So
1: yeah, yeah, massive turnaround. I guess set piece coaches, I guess, are the norm. Yeah, or need to do just get, get a
0: specialist to help you. You obviously it's not your forte. That's fine, you know. But mm-hmm. just get someone in. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be his downfall for sure. I mean, it was just another cross for the second goal as well. If you cross against Leicester, you will score. It's it's yeah, it's too easy. Um, one thing I was when I was watching it that I realised was that no one's trying to buy Wilfred and Didi anymore. Do you remember when everyone was thinking about buying him and saying like, "Oh yeah, his numbers, his
1: numbers are so good," you know? And go to the Kante replacement, they said.
0: And I'll be honest, like, what's going on with that? Is he is he not that good? Or is it just Leicester are not that good? Or, like, what's going on?
1: I think he can still be a good player in his day. I just... We're not seeing enough of those days.
0: (laughs) Well, no, and, like, if you're not... If you're conceding goals every game, then Mm. as a DM, you you are failing in your kind of primary role, unfortunately.
1: I think the whole midfield is regressed, though. Like, Tielemans as well. Like, he's just not looking very good, is he? No, but that I can mm.
0: understand more because he wants to move, you know. There's, there's, there's not even murmurs of Ndidi anymore.
1: No, that's a good point. His stock has fallen. Um, it's a weird one. Yeah, it's a weird one. I think a lot of Leicester players' stock has fallen, maybe apart from James Madison.
0: Yeah, mate, he's absolutely carrying that team at the moment. Um, I saw some stats. It's like top top three English sort of players now in terms of calendar year for numbers and goals and assists. So,
1: where's his England
0: cap? What do you reckon? Going to make the World Cup? I mean, we both know he's not, but
1: <sighs> I think he should. He's not. It's weird if he doesn't, but I do get it. We have a lot of cams.
0: Gareth Southgate
1: doesn't it's... like him, mate. He does not like yeah, him at all. Just do think it's a case of that? There's no. Re- if, you're, if you're calling up a Mill Smith Row mm. before James Madison, then I think you've you've missed the trick there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Madison. Madison is. He's a he's a match winner. Like he's really good. He's by far their best player right now, and they've got a lot of good players. None of them are playing well, but. Yeah. No, I
1: think Maders. If they have a pretty average season again, Leicester, I, I can see Maders leaving at the end of the season. Yeah, quite happily for a bigger club.
0: Yeah, like the sort of creativity that he brings. Like, oh man, it transformed Liverpool's midfield at the moment. I'd absolutely love it. Probably doesn't have mm. the right right attitude for Liverpool, maybe, but you know what I mean. Like, he's really good. He'll
1: have plenty of suitors He'll have plenty of suitors So Yeah Honestly I could see him moving next summer Whatever happens To be honest
0: Yeah Yeah I can see that for sure Uh, But Mm. yeah Not looking good for Leicester But very good result for Southampton Well
1: deserved Massive result for them Well done Southampton
0: And then On to the final game
1: Ooh, we made it, everyone. Now I have to confess, I I didn't watch this game, nor the highlights. So, Jack, you're going to have to talk me through this one.
0: Don't you worry. I'm going to talk you and all the listeners through. And I'm going to ask you for little bits of uh, opinion based on everything I'm basically just telling you. You just you just do your best, mate. You just do your best. Mate. I'll try. Uh, I'll try. Let me ask you a question. Forrest have signed gib- Morgan Gibbs-White. I didn't even know that had happened. And then he was just there on the pitch. I knew, yeah, I knew it was linked, but...
1: It's 42 mil with all the huh? potential add-ons. Yeah, bro. It's a lot of money. Not money for mil? 42 mil? 42.5 mil. I think it's 35 is guaranteed, or maybe 30 is guaranteed. Are you kidding me? And
0: they've just and bought... Five. They've bought...
1: Matthias... Was it Matthias Nunes? No. For the same... That's Wolves.
0: Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's where he's come from. They bought him with the same money. Hey, what? Morgan Gibbs-White came from Wolves.
1: Right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. So okay, yeah. they've
0: literally moved that money and bought. "Oh my god, what? A, what a deal?" For so
1: I do have a bit of background on this particular deal. So apparently, Morgan Gibbs White has 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 worked under Steve Cooper at Forest for the England under something age groups when Steve Cooper was there, and then he also spent the season on loan at Swansea and was voted like Player of the Season at Swansea.
0: Oh, I see. When
1: Steve so. So I think it's a case of he wasn't... I think he fell out of favour at Wolves. So it just suited everyone. That's Um, a lot of money, though. That's that's a lot of money, though. That's a lot of money. That's a lot more than I was Um, expecting. I thought
0: it was going to be 25.
1: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have enough Premier League experience to, to justify such a fee. So you have to say it's good business by Wolves. Damn good business. I mean, yeah. I'd say Nunes
0: is a much better player.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, on paper. Much higher ceiling. But... We, you know, maybe we haven't seen enough of Morgan, Morgan Gibbs White. I guess not,
0: but yeah. Is he even going to play at us? Like, they've probably already signed a replacement for him since we've started talking.
1: Probably. You know probably Like They are going... They're just not stopping.
0: They're actually going ham. Like, yeah. 16 signings, probably not even done. Um, I tried to do some research and find out if anyone's ever made this many new signings in the Prem. The best I could find was Everton in 2017, when they signed 15 players. So that. Ooh. I don't know if it means this is the most that's ever been signed, but it's the most that I can remember. Because, if, I mean, if you look at this Everton window, let's hope Forrest's success is a bit better than this because, like, Pickford was good, but then Davy Klassen.
1: Yeah, well, I'm looking at some of these. Yeah, mate. Sandro. Down, do you remember mate. Sandro? Michael Key. Rubbish. Rooney. Guilfie Sigurdsson Vaz- there's so many here that I don't though.
0: even recognise
1: same I mean yeah that is a scattergun approach and it did not pay off for them nah
0: so hopefully Forrests have their head screwed on a bit more than that
1: um, I do think there are worse teams this season even by the small sample size of three games than than Forrest's team
0: yeah but it's just it's just unprecedented like think about the dressing room like Your squad is what? 25? 25 25-man squad is the max? So, max case, there are nine players from last season. Imagine that. Imagine that in your workplace. They add Mm. two-thirds new people straight into your workplace. None of them know each other. Like, it's going to be pretty weird as in a work environment. And I don't know if it's going to, like, work in the short term. Because these people have to take time to get to know each other, you know, get used to each other. It's just... It's a lot. It's a lot to try and do. It might work out, but feels a bit mad to me.
1: It's a very all or nothing kind of vibe. And I love it. You know, Forest are like Mate, they may not come back it, here for a game. Yeah. You've got to go all in.
0: It's um, it's pretty cool to watch, and it'll be fun to play out. And it's like they're literally living like a video game fantasy where there is just like just buy everyone.
1: Yeah, credit. I mean, the owner was like, "I am going to back you." <laughs> Bloody did, hey, mate. Um, you know? It, if they go down, no one can point the fingers at the owner. And you know, I think that's a good place to be if you can afford it as an owner. And let's be fair, their finances are going to go through the roof exponentially anyway. Yeah, because of just
0: that's really you know, true. To the
1: premise. so you may as well give it a full whack.
0: Yeah, that's very true. And yeah, they don't even have a sponsor. So I wanted to fill you in on why they don't have a sponsor because we talked about it last week.
1: Oh, brilliant! Yeah, because that was really pissing me off actually. Yeah.
0: So their sponsor last year was Boxed, which is a boiler company. Um, right. They offered to be the sponsor again, but Forest rejected it, and they're now looking for a new one. So, Boxer now on the sleeve. I guess the offer wasn't as lucrative as they're expecting.
1: I guess, like with with sponsoring a prem team versus a championship team, you pay more for a prem team sponsor. So, probably it yeah. Just, yeah, it wasn't high enough. So, well, at least you know I'm relieved. That <laughs> that seems like so, unfortunately, it's reason. not
0: for any humanitarian reason or charity or anything like that. They just can't find the right one yet.
1: Oh, thank God. The corporate greed still exists. <laughs> yeah. thank Don't God. you worry,
0: the world still turns. <laughs> <laughs> Water is still wet.
1: Oh, I can sleep easy tonight. That's news. <laughs> That's news. Thank God.
0: A couple of things as a Liverpool fan that I found a little strange. Seeing Connor mm. Cody in an Everton shirt. He was yeah. obviously someone who captained Liverpool to 23s for quite a long time. Mm. Um, also, I didn't know if you know this, Anthony Gordon was actually at Liverpool Academy as well.
1: No, um,
0: stop it. But he wasn't renewed when he was... I'm not sure if it was 16 or earlier, but yeah, they're focusing on other prospects. So, yeah, it was just it was just weird to see what could have been. And obviously...
1: God, Michael Edwards probably could have got 100 mil for him if he's been paid 60. Oh, uh, no,
0: right. We've got to go back on that. I mean, come on. This, it can't happen. It can't happen.
1: God, You know what? Our, our listener base is not big enough, but I would love to know what the Everton fans think about this. Like, you know, what's the general consensus here? Good deal? Bad deal? Because, like, you know, like you said... Great deal on the face of it for his player. But who else have they got? DCL's still out. Yeah. Got Rondon. He's not exactly setting the league on fire, Rondon, is he? No, um, he's
0: he's their most useful attacker at the moment, but he doesn't actually offer a lot in terms of you know goals or assists. And that's maybe not his fault, but...
1: I just don't think he improves Chelsea, and I could be wrong, but I really don't think he does.
0: I don't, I don't see how he improves Chelsea at all.
1: No. He would, no, he would be
0: their their worst winger, I would have thought. Like, Hudson-Odoi, like, just into the, into the, you know, the club just disappears
1: for a few years. I just can't get my head over if they're willing to pay 60 for Gordon. Why would they? I know it's a different regime, but they must... They must Tammy Abraham still. You know, like... It's, it's weird, mate. It's Miles ahead of Anthony Gordon.
0: Let's just assume it's not true, because it seems too wacky to be true.
1: It's just too widely reported by too many verified sources for this not to be a thing. This is real. (laughs) They're going for a Bamiang and Anthony Gordon for a combined fee of 83 million. Oh my God. That That is bloody mental.
0: That's actually so crazy. That's actually so crazy. They they bought Sterling. They just bought Sterling. Anyway, Mm. my last few thoughts. Brendan Johnson, he scored a goal. I'm happy for him because he chose to stick around at Forest when. There's a lot of interest in him leaving, um, and Jed Spence left. They were the most dynamic kind of unit, um, maybe in the championship last season on the right hand side. So it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see how their sort of career paths, how they go now. One's got a big money move, and one's stayed at Forest. Which one ends up better in three years' time? Um, apart from that, man, not too much. I saw Dean yeah. Henderson wearing a hat again. I always find it weird when goalies wear a cap. And I, yeah, he looked exactly like Thomas Tuchel, and I found that extremely <laughs> jarring for me. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, as I said, I didn't watch the bloody game. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's just been a busy weekend. There's so much football. Like this is hard work. Yeah. this is hard. It, it, it's it's hard. Ten um, games is a lot of games. Yeah, out. I mean, dare I say it? We may have even breached the two-hour mark with this one. No, I actually think we might have. Honestly, guys, we're trying to do it quicker. This is, the, this is the sad thing.
0: We didn't even talk about Casemiro. Casemiro, flop or not, Hugh? This is a quick fire uh, round again.
1: Uh, yes. I'm going to go yes. I'm going to say yes, he's a flop. Wow. Yeah. I don't think he's the answer to United's problems. Because th- we already decided we, there is no answer.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. And on that bombshell, we are signing out. Tune in. Later in the week for some logical transfers featuring Liverpool, Brighton and other clubs that I've forgotten. <laughs> wow, I bet everyone's really excited for that one. now. <laughs> and whatever your favourite club is, they'll also definitely be there.
1: Yes, make sure you listen to all of it. All of it, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.
1: See you soon. Bye bye.